The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips file. This one for Tuesday. That is Tuesday, November 28th, my birthday Tuesday in the year 2017. Yeah, it's a birthday month. It's my birthday month. So it's not giving Tuesday. It's birthday Tuesday. It's my birthday Tuesday. Yeah. Unless you want to give me something. No, no. Thank you. So uh, Tuesday, November 28th, the year 2017. Uh, my name is Jim Phillips here to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff this afternoon, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we'll do that, of course. We will talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine and the nature of this program. We'll find many other things to throw around and toss around before 7 o'clock rolls around. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most uh, widely heard, uh, highest rated radio program of its kind in the state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's the website. You can follow me on Twitter, at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll look at it. We'll read it. We may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031, all powered by David Moss Toyota and David Moss Chevrolet. On the phones, long distance and toll free, one 978 1041 For those of you in the metro, Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Most here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, of sir. course, we work off that. We comment on that. Mister Pinkman is filling in for uh, Jack. He is on vacation, mm-hmm. and Fritz is with us today, filling in for Mister Pinkman. If that makes any sense. Once again, thanks to Elixir at uh, Washington and Orange in downtown Orlando for lunch today. Thank you very much. Great food, wonderful burgers and wings and, uh, fish, and chips. fish and chips out oh, of this yeah. world. And I got what Jim thought was a sweet salad. And it was a sweet salad, but it was really a Southwest salad. And it was awesome. So there nice. you go. Appreciate that very much. We'll give you more information. You can buy your Earth Day birthday tickets yeah. with no service charge at Elixir. Go to ElixirOrlando.com for more information. Let's see. What do we got going on today? Well, the world mourns the... I forgot my newspaper. Forgot the uh, passing. Fritz, if you go to my office see, sure. and uh, see if my uh, newspapers are in there, it's probably oh. on top of my desk. There he goes. Thank you. Oh. Because oh. Uh, the, great, <laughs> Lake, the, the great Wayne Cochran oh, yeah. of South Florida, you know who? The great Wayne Cochran of Wayne Cochran and the CC Writers has passed away at the age of 78. Mm. I've talked about Wayne Cochran what? before. Yes. Wayne Cochran who uh, had the uh, great song covered by many bands called Going Back to Miami, has passed away. Now, in the past three decades, Wayne Cochran's life wasn't that great, at least rock and roll-wise or music-wise. So he uh, went to preaching 
in uh, in Miami. You would know him if you saw him because yeah. he has a hairdo to beat the band. Yeah, if nothing else, uh, just uh, you know, just do a search of Wayne Cochran. That's C O C H R A N. Yeah, and uh, you'll see probably the greatest uh, pompadour in hair history. <laughs> at, least, <laughs> at least in rock and roll hair That's history. This guy hit. was, uh, I mean, he was a big deal in the Miami in Miami in the mid to late nineteen sixties, maybe into the early nineteen seventies. And did very well for himself, and then I think his life kind of went uh, downhill, and he uh, turned to the Lord, so to speak, and I think turned his life around, so to speak, or you know, found some kind of salvation, if you want to call it that, and he has passed away. Yeah, that song, you'll recognize this song. It's mm-hmm. been covered by a lot of bands. Cochran always had a great band, no question about that. He'd come down into the floor and sing, and the band members would follow him, and it was just, uh, wow. that was a popping. He had a lot of energy. As I remember at the barn in uh, North Miami. Ooh. Oh. Sounds like a party. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. He had some great dance moves, too. He did. Yeah, pretty he was, smooth uh, on yeah. his feet, right? He was, uh, he was, he was a yeah. big time there for, for a while. Anyway, he's passed away at the age of uh, seventy. Hey, what, are we, what else do we have going on? Well, North Korea, I almost uh, forgot, uh, North Korea has launched a, uh, another missile. First hey. one in two months. Oh, Sorry great. about that. They were quiet for a while, and now they're back to blowing things up. Japanese said it's landed in their economic zone, whatever the hell that means. Uh-oh. Um, what does that mean? Yeah, I think it, it's essentially close... saying these things are landing a little bit too close to home. I think that's what they, they mean by that. They, you know, they're trying to be diplomatic about it. But... Uh, Sooner or later, you know, the problem with this is uh, sooner or later, somebody, there's going to be a mishap or a misunderstanding. Or a misfire. And if you listen to the pundits who have been covering this stuff for decades, uh, they say there's nothing left of the State Department. So you don't have those back channels where, you know, there's soft power and there's hard power. Hard power is your military. Hard, hard, hard power is showing your strength through the military. Soft power is showing and exerting power through mm-hmm. diplomatic channels. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, the observation has been made that the State Department has been decimated by Rex Tillerson and the President of the United States. Uh, and so many people have been let go and other positions not, fe- uh, not filled uh, that we are lacking in soft power. And you need, if you listen to the pundits, you need both who uh, work uh, sometimes separately, sometimes together. You get some kind of nonsense going on in the Korean Peninsula. You know, you kind of, you go, you go on the defensive, you go on the offensive, whatever it is, but you have to have, to have those back channels. You need diplomats. Say, look, we can't yeah. talk to them directly, but we can talk to these people who have, can talk to those people. Okay, let's just try to talk this down. You know, let's just try to yep. ease tensions. That's what soft power is all about in the interest, of course, and the benefit in this particular case, of the citizens of the United States 
of America. I just happen to believe, I just have the sinking feeling that something's going to happen. You know, you had this uh, North Korean uh, prisoner who ran, uh, remember, the, you seen the video mm-hmm. from last week? He's trying oh, to make yeah. his escape from North Korea, and the North, uh, South, uh, and the North Korean soldiers are yes. shooting at him, and I think Crazy. shot him eleven times or whatever. Where he's dragged into into uh, into South Korea. Well, there's a there's a zone where nobody goes. North Koreans don't go into it. South Koreans go into it. Well, in this particular case, the South Korean soldier who was wounded is in that zone, and there's yeah. some North Korean soldiers who entered that zone as well. You know. It's just, it doesn't take much for, okay, then somebody says, well, they're in the zone, so you shoot them, and they, they shoot back, and then this and that, whatever, and before you know it, it's not hell's a-popping and all, all, all hell's breaking loose. Mm-hmm. I just happen to think it's only a matter of time, unfortunately, before uh, one of these incidents, uh, you know, could very well foster something more uh, serious. You know, it's really close to Japan, this thing. Oh well, yes, yourself if, you're, if, you're, if yeah. you're a student of history, uh, just uh, try to come to an understanding. If you don't know how World War One started, oh boy, you know, and uh, and how many millions of lives were lost because uh, Archduke Ferdinand was assassinated. Go figure. Let's see what else do we have here. Oh, Prince Harry. Oh yeah, I think you owe me a dollar. Disagree. What was the bet? That was, I said, Prince Harry, who has announced his engagement, they've announced their engagement, would not get married at Westminster Abbey or at St. Paul's. Cathedral. Correct. Yep. Where are they getting married? But they're getting married in St. George's Chapel. No. In, what's a W? In uh, Windsor. Windsor Castle. Windsor Castle. Different than Westminster. Yeah. Yeah. So, because of the W, Pinkman got confused, thought he won the bet, uh, but he indeed did not. It's Windsor Castle. It's one dollar. Give me a dollar. I'll get you your dollar. And the thing was, he okay. was in the office. He insisted he was right. Yeah, he was just like, hey, you owe me. It was just, yeah. and he was this far away from him. boy, you owe me a dollar, because uh-huh. I just read that uh, so-and-so, they're he was getting so married. so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. I know my London. <laughs> I do, like uh, the back of my, anyway. Like the back of me. I know parts of it. And yeah, I at least well. know that Windsor Castle is not part of Westminster. Fake news. Or St. Paul's. Nope. Sad. You can use uh, Fritz she's, as your proxy to bring it she's in. She's going to convert. He will be to bringing what? you the dollar at some point. What is she? To the Church of England. I think she's, she's Catholic. She's Catholic? She's yeah. raised Catholic. She's a divorcee. She's Catholic. Divorcee. Oh, mm-hmm. very fancy. Yeah. Divorcee, you say. She will be baptized and confirmed in the Church of England at some point before the wedding. Yeah. That's nothing. And she will also be a um, she will be a, a, a British citizen as well. Oh, good she, for her. She yeah. will be a she's going from the Catholic Church to the Anglican Church, Episcopalian, whatever you want to call yes, it. That's that's it's easy. That's a lot easier than going from Episcopalian to Roman what? Roman Catholic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they don't say, oh sure, just come on over and we'll baptize you. No. No, you gotta oh, take no. classes. Uh, gotta take classes. Like sure six she's months. Classes. You don't take classes. No, you walk in there. Like, oh, right, you're part of the church now. No, I don't think that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has until May, so she has six months. Oh, that's plenty of time. Sure, it's not going to last ten years. I'm telling you right now. I can oh, see I that. I can see that a mile Love away. Is in the air. Yeah, that's a marriage that's not going to last. <laughs> that's not nine. No, it's nine. I'm just you trying. Bet? Yeah. No, you'll never you be five dollars. It doesn't oh, last. No. How, what's the time frame? Ten years. Ten years. Ten, five dollars. You think it won't last ten years? It will not last ten years. Deal. They will not be married ten years from the date of their marriage. Deal. 
How are you going to collect on that pig pen? Wait 10 years? Jim, how are you going to collect on that Oh, uh, We'll find hey. each other. You know, rattlesnakes are not born with rattles. You don't Get say. out of town. What are they born with? Not They're born with a uh, birth nub. Oh, really? And as they shed their skin, another nub uh, is there. Like pops in? Oh, I don't know if it pops in or if it's just there. And then there's a series of these nubs that are connected. But unlike a baby's rattle, there's nothing inside. I always thought, okay, there's something inside the tail, right? Uh-huh. right. So when they shake the tail, it sounds like a, it sounds like a rattle. Yes, it's not. It's each nub, as they shake their tail, rattling against one another. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Learn something new every day on a How program, don't you? Sure do. yep. Nothing else. You've learned something new. <laughs> something brand new. Brand new. You know, you go to that cocktail party, and the conversation gets share. a little like, mm-hmm. oh, God, what am I going to say now? Well, um, you say, oh, my God. Did you hear that noise? No, I didn't. It sounded like a rattle to me. But let me tell you about rattlesnakes. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. He's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira. How you doing? From around the globe to around the block, there's something special for ya. Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira. That's your final answer. She's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. Here's Moira. Time for a check of the news. Here's Mo. Jim, the news brought to you today by McDonald's. I'm loving it. Today is Giving Tuesday, a day people are encouraged to give what they can to some nonprofits that mean something to you. A gift for teaching. The goal of Giving Tuesday is to shift the focus to contributing after consumer-oriented emphasis of Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday. All this was really self-centered, you know, kind of thing. Now it's thinking about giving to others. Mustard seed. That's a good one, too. That's a good one. Yeah, for yeah. teaching's great. Mustard seed is wonderful. Sure. Second harvest food bin. Second oh, harvest. Oh, important. Very important, yeah. too. Points. People are particularly invited to focus on giving in their own <laughs> communities. GivingTuesday.org mm-hmm. has an, actually an online directory that you can use to find local organizations, charities, events, and more. Now, looking back at yesterday's Cyber Monday, this has just blown up, exploded with dollars. Online sales soared to record highs this Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, more than half of the online purchases were placed on phones, and, uh, according to the 100 largest uh, U.S. web retailers. As of, And this is only as of nine or 10 o'clock on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Americans already spent by 10 a.m. on Cyber Monday $14 billion. Yeah. Whoa. What an instant pot. Mm-hmm. Ooh, a new one. Yeah, I bought one for Pat Clark. Not used. Nice. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has this holiday party for charity. and Right. So I thought I'd kick in an instant pot. It is a 17% increase from last year's online sales yesterday. Cyber Monday increased by 17%. So people are spending money, but they're not going necessarily to the store. They're buying their stuff online. Um, let's see. Uh, brick and mortar stores also said their internet stores did really, really super well. Uh, Orlando has its second medical marijuana dispensary. It opened right across from Lake Fairview on North Orange Blossom Trail. 
Uh, it, ha- it is where you can get low THC stuff and you can get high THC products like vaporizers <laughs> or tinctures or nasal Ooh, sprays. Tinctures. Tinctures. I like saying tinctures. Or nasal sprays. I don't know about gummies or any of that lollipop stuff, but I do know you can get a vape a vaporizer. Yeah, vape life. Or tincture nasal spray. And uh, army veterans pain people who have pain. Can we legalize this for recreational use? Thank you. I don't think so. Why not? Well, just because Florida, the way it is. I think she's speaking metaphorically, uh, politically, is not going to happen. Right. Well, that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. We'll be the last. We're last on everything. Even behind Arkansas or someplace. Yeah, Missouri. Or Mississippi. Come on. Really? Do we have to be behind Mississippi? (laughs) Just saying. Uh, exactly. Or Alabama. Oy, We're not yoy. forcing anybody to use marijuana. You don't have to use it. Well, use it. Let the rest of it. Leave it the rest of us alone. church meeting, take a covered dish and leave the rest of us alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this weekend, the, the, a lot of the championships are being played in college football. Scott Frost says, I got to be honest with you, I can't ignore this opening in Nebraska. He's not going to announce anything until that game is over with. They asked him if he was interested mm-hmm. in moving to Nebraska, and his answer think? was this. We got a bet. Yeah. No, you changed it. I, I started to write it, and you scribbled it out. We have a bet on the game itself. I yes, don't think we Scott bet Frost. on Scott Frost. We scribbled it out. See right there. I will bet Uh-oh. you $1. Oh, Here boy. That within two di- three days of a UCF victory over Memphis, that he will announce he's taking a job as head coach at Nebraska. Within three days... Of UCF winning on of a Saturday. Win over, right? If he, if he. Oh wait a minute, hold on. No, wait, I retract that. I retract it. Oh, I retract it. Can you can you think about it for a minute while I tell you what he said? Scott Frost. No, the coach okay, of, I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Within three days of, uh, of the AAC win? conference championship this Saturday, he will announce he's taking a job at Nebraska, despite the fact, of course, that that victory will mean that he's going to a major bowl. Wait, I have a question. What, what if going? he doesn't win over Memphis? He's still going to Nebraska. So you either win or lose within after, three days. Within three days after the game on game. Saturday, he will announce he's taking the head coaching job at Nebraska. So win or lose? One dollar. All right. One dollar. Deal. Okay. Jim V. Pinkman. I believe in him. You think he's stay. There's stay? another bet that's I out hope there he somewhere, and I don't uh, think Mo wrote it down because I don't think she was here for that day that the bet was made, but I forgot what the bet is, but somewhere along the line, you owe me another dollar. Scott Frost said, uh, when they said, are you interested in Nebraska? He said, well, I'd be hurt if Nebraska wasn't interested in me. I'll remember (laughs) it, but I'm still trying to get over that dream last night that I was lost in Mexico City, and Eddie the Shaman was trying to help me (laughs) uh, figure out the subway system Uh in Mexico City. Scott Frost says, UCF's undefeated. I'm from Nebraska. When you win, a lot of people are interested in you. It doesn't matter. I think he'll go. Anyway, that's uh, we're going to keep our eye on that. One woman dead, another wounded in a double stabbing that followed an apparent domestic dispute in Orlando, Ugh. Orange County. The victims were stabbed late last night at a home on Rensselaer Road near Lake Pickett. Uh, the surviving women's in- woman's injuries are said to be non-life-threatening, but one woman is dead. It's not a good way to go. The suspect is described as a white male. He is in custody. Yes, there's no good way to go, but you know what I mean. Stabbing? Ooh, that's not good. Florida's I-4 corridor from Tampa to Daytona Beach, is a magnet for thousands of Puerto Ricans leaving the island after Hurricane Maria. That includes Polk County, where the Puerto Rican Hispanic Chamber of Commerce is holding a job fair for these evacuees Mm -hmm. next month in December. The the chamber over there in Polk County says 
It has a bunch of employers looking for job, you know, uh, employees right now. The job fair is scheduled for November, uh, December 16th at the Auburndale campus. Some are Southern saying Technical there may College. be, uh, they foresee quite possibly an additional 500,000 yeah. Puerto Ricans in the state of Florida within two years. Because Puerto Rico's, uh, I mean, it's just in the crapper anyways. Mm-hmm. In the, I mean, not to say that Puerto Ricans don't love their 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 island. Of course, of course they, they do. do yeah. You know, and their culture sure. and everything else, but. You know, if you're here and then there's really nothing to go back to because it's just taking so long for anything to, you know, what are you going to do? Let me take a little break. More on that. More news with Mo. The birthdays. Bonus round of closest to the pin upcoming. Don't forget that on Real Radio 104.1. Back to the news and the birthdays. Uh, Here's Mo. Jim, today's November 28th, 2017. And today is National French Toast Day. Yeah. I like French toast. Always a good time. Mm-hmm. The French easiest toast. things you can make. Triangles. You don't like French toast? I'm not a huge fan. What? I'm you like pain. a waffle better? Yeah, I like waffles the best. Waffles are good because they're kind of crispy. Yeah. I go <laughs> waffles, pancakes, then French toast. Oh, French toast. toast. If Bottom I'm of the barrel God, for you. you hate them then. Jeez. No, no, no. I, I think it's waffle, French toast, and then pancakes. Well, wow. I would agree. I, mean, I think I agree with I, you. I think, I think I do. Well, that's because. This is outrageous. Silly. Hey, a waffle's the best. Uh, waffles are so oh, good. But today is not waffle day. It's French toast day. Meh. Some of those things with that oleo margarine. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you have to get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let it melt on that French toast. Yeah. Or if it's a waffle in all the little little uh, divots. You really yeah. want four pats because each each section de- yeah. deserves its own pat, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I try not in. to use so much. Oh, yeah. I try to use half a pat per triangle. For French toast? No, I want no, a for waffles. triangle. Yeah, waffles. Oh, yeah. for waffles. Then you need to smear it in each you of the little... You need some in each quadrant. Yeah, 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 in each little divot there, yeah. Uh, the deadly... problem with French toast, they can get a little soggy sometimes where it's like... Eh, well, okay. that's because you're drowning it in syrup. Yeah. See, there's your problem. Well, also the egg, right? The the yolk. The yolk. You really just sop it up. That's what they do. They sop in both sides, and then they're supposed to fry it in a pan. If they don't cook it enough and it gets yeah, mushy. Like... Yeah, you get a little, a little soft. Yeah. You have to be careful. It's not even French, French toast. What? No. Sacre bleu. Is it no. Canadian? No, it's American, as a matter of fact. Oh, that's fine. It's an invention care. by the, uh, Boy, the Scouts. Boy Scouts. You yes. took old French French bread, stale French bread, yeah. and cut it up and put it in an egg batter in an egg mixture, and then, Pinkman, then fried you should it. know this. You're a Boy <clears throat> Scout. Oh, they didn't teach us uh, about that. Okay. Hey, this deadly oh, Atlantic like hurricane it. season is only two <laughs> days away. The end of it <clears throat> uh, for 2017. It ends November 30th. That's Thursday. Governor Rick Scott calls it a tough year. He's right about that. Yeah. Local, state, federal officials work together, but there is always room for improvement, according to Governor Baldy. Florida was hit by Emily at the end of July, Irma in September, Tropical Storm Philippe in October, uh, and FEMA says Irma killed at least 72 people in Florida. Officials are still adding up the financial cost. A man who's currently in charge of Walt Disney World... And the rest of Disney's theme park division could soon be running the entire Disney empire. Who that? Bloomberg is reporting a guy named Bob Chapek is emerging as the likely successor to Disney CEO Bob Iger, who's scheduled to retire in, 2000, uh, tw- in 2019. It's a big-time job. Yep. Yeah. Chapek's recent successes include that Pandora avatar part at oh, Disney's yeah, cool. Animal Kingdom. And um, in the fiscal year announced earlier this month, his parks and resort division was the only major Disney division to post an increase in sales and in profit. 
Yeah, you're what you're at that Disney thing. You're just working full time. I mean, it's just uh, yeah, morning, noon, and night. Yeah, your whole life mm-hmm. is Disney. It's just the way that it is. The Magic head coach Orlando Magic, they're they're really struggling. <clears throat> yep. Frank Vogel, the head coach, says it's a long season. Don't panic. He's not overly concerned about Orlando's losing streak, <laughs> which is now nine games in a row. Losses. And it's just a little slump. Last night they slump. lost to Indiana, to the Pacers. One of our old teammates, Victor Oladipo, he was up there. They lost 121 to, to 109. That Oladipo cat scored 26 points, blocked four shots, and dished out five assists. When he played for us, he didn't do borscht. But now he's playing in Indiana. He's doing great. The Magic dropped to 8-13 and 13 on the season and are back home to face Oklahoma City tomorrow night. Man. Jimbo Fisher, head football coach <clears throat> of FSU, says he doesn't even talk about jobs. And he proved that at his news conference yesterday by declining to answer a jillion questions that they were peppering him with about the opening at Texas A&M. Yeah. Yeah. There were reports of, of Houston, out of Houston, that Jimbo shook hands on a deal to become the next coach of the Aggies with a salary of more than $7 million See, I, dollars I a think year. Besides the money, I think these guys, they're just wired that way. They love the challenge of taking a football program. That's an, From here that's, to the, that's, yeah. Eh. And uh, and right. just turning it into something. I mean, it's like well, they're, they asked, it, they're they're business people. It's taking a you know just a business that's not doing anything, yeah. and they say, let me take over and See turn it into a it. success. Well, but yeah, as soon as it's a success, Scott Frost is going to walk. Well, this is how they get their their jollies. This uh, is this is what feeds them. They asked former FSU head coach Bobby Bowden or Coach Cornpone. Yeah, Coach Cornpone. Yeah, right. right. And they asked him, do you think that Jimbo Fisher will be leaving <laughs> and? And Coach Cornpone, the old ball coach, no, said... he's not the old ball coach. No, that's Steve Spurrier. That's Spurrier. Right, right, Come right. On. He says... Well, Bobby, Bobby Bowden says he doesn't know what Jimbo will do, but he cannot believe he will leave. Just saying. Oh, that's what they say uh, all the damn time. I know. Uh, the Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos, is in Florida, appearing at an elementary school in Tampa, along with Rick Scott. Um, and so the governor is talking up his budget, first of all, and then Betsy is there telling people how great she's doing in Washington. Pushing vouchers. She's pushing, uh, provi- she's she's on the leading edge of providing <laughs> We're trying parents- to do everything we can to destroy the public school system, so. Mm-hmm. She's an advocate of charter schools, too. Yeah, big, yep. big time. Mm-hmm. She says, I'm just giving parents a variety of school choice for their children. Mm-hmm. And we in Florida should uh, be an example to s- other states. Send them to a charter school where there is uh, no supervision by the state. And no accountability yeah, principal, by anyone. principal can be a child molester. Mm-hmm. And uh, nobody's the wiser in the state of Florida. Right. An alert worker found a hidden camera in a beachside Melbourne restaurant in what? the employee-only bathroom over oh, the weekend. On. Let's just stop. Why are you doing this? Stop it. Taking pictures of people going to the bathroom. Yeah. The find was reported to police over yeah, the... because that's uh, hot. Ugh, I don't know. Well, somebody apparently finds it that I way. I What happened I was... I don't get it. A server was using the bathroom and noticed a plastic hook that was supposed to be thought was for... um or she thought was for uh, hanging up your purse inside the restroom or whatever. But they <laughs> it was glued to the wall directly in front of the toilet seat. The oh, employee hadn't seen it before, pulled it off the wall. Sure enough, the backing was made of a memory card, port, and a USB cable outlet. The device is motion activated and lasts two hours on a charge. So somebody comes in there, pulls their pants down, sits down on the commode, and then the camera's going and sees you, you know, taking a leak. Police were told there were 30 restaurant employees. The team, it's because it was the employee bathroom, the team's having a group meeting about the hidden camera. This was over. There's just some weirdness. I I don't know what you want to see people going to the You just have to wake up to the fact there's weirdness going on in this Mm -hmm. world. That's all. I know. 
I mean, I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying it's there. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> what the? I don't know that's what that, that's about. Oh, that's... you just want to find that person, just you know, bitch slap them all over the place. Everybody's got their freak, though. This is this guy. I don't know. Who... Yeah, you got your freak. I understand you got your freak. Everybody has fantasies and desires, and most of the time it's just locked away someplace. And uh, that's yeah. It. yeah, but you don't intrude on the privacy of other people without their permission. It was. Come a... on, what are you doing? I mean, to tell you the restaurant. No. No. Not necessary. Mm, okay. Uh, a, a man who pleaded guilty to trying to blow up a South Florida synagogue will serve 25 years in prison. A federal judge in Miami ruled today that 41-year-old James Gonzalo Medina will be sent to a prison with a medical facility where he can be treated for psychosis due to a cyst in his brain. An undercover investigation oh, led yeah. to his arrest last year. Medina was accused of plotting to bomb um, a JCC in Aventura and uh, blame it on ISIS. So they found him, and he's got some medical issue that causes cyst. Yeah, some kind of growth on his brain, yeah. What's the difference between that and a tumor? Mm, it's not a tumor. It's a cyst. Well, I know. So what's what's the difference? Well, tumor has those funky cells in it, right? I mean, that's cancer. Yeah, it could be benign. Well, I guess that's true. Is a cyst a benign tumor? Yeah. Just ask him. Yeah, I don't a know. cyst is a sac that may be filled with sac. air fluid or other material. Oh. Sac. Yeah, yeah, yeah like sac. Mick. Mick Seriously? had one of those. Yeah. And then a tumor. Mick's bump. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> A tumor yeah. is any abnormal mass of tissue or swelling. Yeah. Mick mm. had one of the best bumps of all time. Really? Yeah. Facebook gym- Sooner or later, they just have to pop. Mm. Yeah. Facebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if there's something. No. There's, yeah, it's something gross. nasty about it. Well, you got to, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to clean it out. It's like pimple porn. Those videos of the yes, doctor. Yes, That's yes, just yes, nasty. Yes. That's just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Facebook is launching software intended to help users from committing suicide. Good. Uh, Facebook, the social media giant, is now using artificial intelligence AI technology that will scan all posts for patterns of suicidal thoughts. When it detects them, it'll send mental health resources to the user who's at risk or their friends, or it'll contact first responders. Facebook says by using AI to flag posts that could be danger signs to humans, uh, you know, to, instead of waiting for user reports, it cuts down on how long it takes to send help. So that's what they're doing at, at Facebook. Maybe you can work on that Russian hacking a little bit, yeah. too. Well, no, they're not, nah, they're not, not important. interested in that. Democratic leaders are dropping out of a White House meeting after a tweet from the Trumpster. A statement from Democratic leaders Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi say they are not oh. interested in going to the White House for a show meeting. President sitting bull. Oops. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Trump tweeted he doesn't see a deal pending with Chuck and Nancy on some big looming budget issues. He always mentions them as Chuck and Nancy. Loser. The government runs out of money, though. They better come up with something because they run out of money and they will stop working on December 8th. That's a week from Friday. He's a case, isn't he? Yeah. This yeah. Pocahontas thing. Well, uh, He's got these uh, war heroes Indians from World there, yeah. War II. The Navajos, yeah. You know, the wind talkers or whatever they were referred to. Code talkers. Who yeah. helped, uh, you know, helped defeat the, the Nazis. And, uh, you know, he's yakking about Elizabeth Warren and referring to her as Pocahontas. They're doing the ceremony where there's a portrait of Andrew Jackson, who was responsible for the Trail of Tears. (laughs) He is, like, insensitive, and that's an understatement. I don't think, I mean, mean, do you You think he he sat back there and said, hey, make sure when those Indians, when those Native Americans are in there, that we do this under a portrait of Andrew Jackson. Right, so look, what's I don't worse, think he's the wiser. Is no. it that he doesn't know enough, which is bad, or he knows and he did it anyway? I don't think he knows. All right. Well, that's not good either. No, I don't think he's... He's, in, he's completely oblivious no, to the optics of this thing. Fairly clueless. 
Senator John McCain, speaking of this Pocahontas moment yesterday in the White House, God. is calling President Trump's Pocahontas remarks an insult, of course. Uh, on Twitter, uh, McCain said that the Code Talkers helped win World War II with their bravery and skill. And he added that politicizing these genuine American heroes is an insult to their sacrifice. And now one of the Trump sons, the dumb one, he's uh, now coming to the... T- He's now coming to the defense of his father Eric? using Pocahontas oh, no. because it can't be uh, a slur because Disney uh, made an animated film called Pocahontas. Oh, stop it. They made a cartoon and that's why it's okay to use Duh. it? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I mean, come it's on. Not, can't can't be it. considered a racial slur because Disney, Disney a movie. had a movie called Pocahontas. Hello. Oh, boy. Do you? Oh, yeah. Not yet. Mm. Okay. CBS, Jim, is has given the thumbs down to more episodes of Jeremy Piven's new show, Wisdom of the Crowd. CBS recently launched an investigation into sexual allegations against Jeremy Piven, the star of Entourage, and now the show on CBS called Wisdom of the Crowd. Uh, But Jeremy has denied the allegations. The New York Post is reporting the crime drama that he's in now is due to wrap up production on its 13-episode original order Mm -hmm. next month. They've had nine of the 13 go on the air, and they were going to record more, but they said nope. He's been accused of something. Yeah. And they get him on something. They got him. Well, Did they get him or is no, he like. No, he's denied. Uh uh-uh, uh. Alleged still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's know- a vegetarian like you are, Fritz. Is that so? Really? Yeah. Nerd. Oh. Jeremy Piven. He's the handsome dude from Entourage, right? Uh, no. Nope. He was the uh, agent in He Entourage. was the agent, not the cute, not the star, the cute one. Oh. He, I mean, he's not icky looking. I mean, he's nice. Nice enough, but anyway, moving along. Chowie looking. Where are you in the ninth grade? I don't know. I mean, I, I enough, wouldn't but, uh, date him, but I might go to homecoming. What, uh, whatever. Him. Jeremy Piven, like he's cute enough, but he's not as cute as the other one. And he was uh, looking at Samantha, and I'm just not talking to her anymore either. No, right. Uh, the <laughs> the whole crew of Jersey Shore is having a reunited. Uh, they're, oh, yeah. they're coming back for an episode. Oh, thank God. Uh, it's called Jersey Shore Family Vacation. How you doing? These guys, you know, all they did was gym, tanning, and laundry, right? They were very good. Right, GTL. Uh, they okay. are reuniting for Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Snooki will be there. Jay Wow, Paulie D. The situation, of course, will yeah, be there. Wait. And Double almost move. everyone else from the Jersey Shore cast has committed to this new MTV series called Family Vacation. It'll air next year. There's no word on where they will film this they're thing. They're going to be in a kitchen with a big pot of marinade, you know what I mean? They yeah, make a sandwich. Right. Hey, yeah. Now, the original Jersey Shore was... a sandwich for you. <laughs> The original Jersey Boom. Shore with these jokers was filmed in a town in, in New Jersey called Seaside Heights, the site of the original one from 2009 to 2012. Yeah. They don't want them coming back because they fought, they had arrests, they, they had other shenanigans. Town. They ruined Seaside Heights, so now they're going to have to find and right. scout out Bye. another. Anthony, you're doing a great job. Anthony. Son, come here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quit ruining our town with your gym tan laundry mm-hmm. and move to another part Go of fishing. the shore. We're going under Stugatz. I don't know where they're going. I don't know. They may be going to they what? Got double d- double diesels on the Stugats. You know what I mean? I don't oh know yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Do, you, do you know who Angela Lansbury is? Yeah, oh, of course. She's ninety-two years old. Murder she, she was, wrote. Murder she wrote. Yeah, and, and Manchurian Candidate and other Boy, many other first things. One, points. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was that? The sixties? I think so. Frank Sinatra. Mm. Points. She won a Tony Award for Broadway and this and that. Anyway, no big deal. It turns out that this. Actress now ninety-two years old. Yeah, what's she doing? Is setting off a firestorm of controversy oh, for God. saying what now? That women are partly to blame for being sexually harassed. Uh, you know, just be quiet, Angela. 
You get to a certain age, everybody gets a pass, right? uh Uh-huh. Maybe. She says women's attempts at making themselves attractive has backfired. And sometimes women must take the blame. A spokesman, though, for a charity rape crisis center said her comments are not helpful to rape survivors and harassment survivors. Uh, Others reacting over Twitter said Angela's comments show an attitude that does real harm. If she's sort of saying that you're asking for it, you know, kind of thing. No. She's 92 years old. I mean. Yeah. Well, keep your yap shut. Take it with a grain of salt. You're not going to keep a 92-year-old quiet. No. No. You get to be 92 years old if you know anybody. Yeah, they say whatever they want. They say whatever they damn well please. You just bust out with anything. Yeah, Yeah. they say, so what? What do you think is going to happen? I'm going to (laughs) die? You know that Prince Harry is set to marry Meghan Markle. Uh, the date has not been announced. They just will tell us it's in May at St. George's Chapel in Windsor, England. Ah! The chapel dates back to the 15th century is located where Harry's grandmother, Queen Elizabeth II, lives for part of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the royals, um, Merkel, or Markle, sorry, uh, Meghan Markle will be baptized and confirmed in the Church of England at some point before the wedding and intends to spend her time learning more about the UK and then becoming a citizen. Right now she's American. She will be. What do you need to learn about? I don't know. Yeah. If you're going to be chips. an American citizen, you have to learn about America. So to be a great British, uh, a UK citizen, you have to learn about them. Well, you know, you can hail a cab anywhere in London. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, mate. That's one of the great things about oh, London. I'm God. telling you, man. They're, Seriously. You cabs. never have to worry about getting a cab. Mm-hmm. Take that, New York. It's mm-hmm. the city of cabs. City of cabs. And cab drivers in the city of London... Have to they have to know every single every tiny little street every street every little street I don't care where you go want to go in London Mm -hmm. a black cab driver will be able to take you there no questions asked even if you say something like uh, Trafalgar Square oh yeah well yeah and then they could like tell you how to get there or will they take it no no yes that's the way they operate cabs in uh, in London you You get in the cab and you say how do I get to Trafalgar Square and they tell you and they tell you and then they say get out of the cab (laughs) and And walk walk. there yeah. They're direction cabs. (laughs) No. The the Grammy nominations are out for next year. The 2018 Grammy nominations are are here. (laughs) Album of the Year nominations. Jay-Z is up for uh, the 444. Yeah, Childish Gambino, Awaken My Love, Kendrick Lamar. He's in there. Lord's in there. Bruno Mars is in there. Nice. So all of that. Now, Song of the Year nominations also include that Jay-Z 444. Um, Julia Michaels um, is in there with a, a song called Issues. Logic, uh, I don't know yeah, who that Logic, is. Yeah, Logic, he's a rapper. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and they put out a song called 1-800-273, I don't know, something. Uh, suicide yeah, Hotline. Something or other. Bruno Mars is up for Song of the Year, and so is mm, a whole bunch of people are together on this one. Despacito oh, yeah. by Justin Bieber and a bunch of others. So it turns out this is the first year since 1999 that all of the – I think it's song of the year. Album of the year. Album of the year, the ones I just read you. All of those, there's not a white person among them. I told white you man. something was Good. going on no, right here. Not, damn time. Mm. not a white man among them. Mm-mm. But what about Lord? Because Lord is a white I, woman. Well, not a white man. Oh, uh, gotcha. Jeez. Some kind of conspiracy, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. First they, clo- they closed down the coal mines, and then pff, no album of the year. Where's Blake Shelton on that list, huh? Well, thank you. Nope. <laughs> Uh, Jim, I know that Jack They warned be- me about this uh, at Thanksgiving. I, I said, damn, you got to uh, stand oh up to God. this kind of stuff. I said, crazy Uncle Bill. Now now you now you don't cross the line. <laughs> New Jersey rocker Bruce Springsteen is extending his run on Broadway again. 
He's decided to do another round of this Broadway show, Springsteen on Broadway, when the current no. sold-out run ends on February 3rd. Daughter must need another horse. He's extended it now. <laughs> Somebody tell Jack, because it turns out it's running. it will run, stop on February 3rd, pick up again on February 28th, and run through June 30th. Whoa. Ticketmaster says mm. if you're a verified fan who was previously put on standby in the ticket lottery or if you got a code but were shut out of buying tickets, and I think Jack is one of those. Love multimillionaires mm. singing about the downtrodden man on the coal mines. You will be contacted. Yep. Union shops. If you are one of the ones who were shut out and was on standby, mm. you will be contacted mm. this week about trying again for tickets. The tickets range anywhere from they're seven. They're walking the picket line oh my God. with no drum. The tickets are anywhere from 75 to $850. Yeah. Oh, boy. Starbucks is releasing a second holiday cup starting today for a limited time. That's a gay one? I don't know. The coffee chain will start serving beverages in a new red cup that features a white heart. Surrounded mm-hmm. by two hands Sounds coming gay. together. Oh, yeah, you know what that means. The company said mm-hmm. it is inviting people uh, to write the name of the person on the cup to recognize those mm-hmm. who fill their hearts. Mm-hmm. Fred and Joe. Yeah, war and on Christmas. Tell you that, right? Yeah, no thanks, liberal Starbucks. Here we go again, closing down the coal mines. No uh, white man getting an album of the year. Mm-hmm. Now Starbucks. Why didn't they put Blake Shelton on that cup? Oh, Got that right. My God. How about some birthdays there? Oh, I will tell you also, Rockefeller sent a Christmas tree. Yeah. will be lit tomorrow. Night, mm-hmm. Tomorrow night. Oh, it's getting lit. About damn time. And Al Roker will be there. Happy, happy birthday cool. today to actor Ed Harris. Happy, oh, happy Ed birthday! Harris. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ed Harris. Westworld. 60... 68. 64. 70. Damn it. Jim, 67. Oh, oh. Mm. stupid Ed Harris. Yeah, 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 From yeah. The Breakfast Club <laughs> and one of the Brat Packers, Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson, he's now 56. 54. 50? 50. What'd you say? 56. 58. You get that one again. <laughs> Stupid Judd. Uh huh. Watch this. Close and the door. finally, from Motown, creator of Motown, I believe, Barry Gordy Jr. Barry Gordy Jr. Barry is, Gordy. How old yeah, is he? Barry is now 80 years old. 84. Mm. He's got to be 89. Fritz, 88. Nice. Oh. And I closed you out. The Lottie Duh. <laughs> Just call me Moira. I will tell you, John Stewart celebrates double nickel 55. Oh, All right, Fritz time. is going to open up the lines. He'll choose one of you to play against Pinkman in a bonus round. Or do the two of you want to, Yeah, here's what we'll do. Oh, oh God. Yeah. A special, uh, special, special uh, round of, uh, of uh, closest to the pin. Fritz against uh, Pinkman. Uh, Fritz will choose one of you, then you will decide who you want to go with. If you pick the right person to win, you get that You Matter business card. Unfortunately, you pick the wrong person. Bad luck for 24 hours. Next on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio is here, so you don't have to hear the chronicles of ketosis. First time using those bathroom strips did not go well. Keep your headphones on. Real Radio 104.1. From the... And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Oh yeah, today's a super special bonus round of closest to the pin because Fritz 
will be playing against Mr. Pinkman in this bonus round. Mr. Pinkman usually plays against the caller. But when Fritz is in here, we put the two of them together. Grant's on the line. So, Grant, it is your responsibility to choose who you think will win this super special round of closest to the pin, bonus round, uh, Fritz or Mr. Pinkman? Pinkman. You're going with Pinkman. Okay, hold on there, Grant. All right, let me do a little thing. I'm going to do some oh stick figures here and there. All right, so uh, you want to do uh, rock, paper, scissors to determine oh, who decides what they want to do, go first or second into the soundproof booth. Sure. sure. Two out of three. Ready? Yeah. All right. One, two, three. Oh, what is it? Pinky. I got scissors. All right. Yes, paper. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Oh, rock, Dang. rock. What? Who's, who, what is that? One, one? That was a draw. All right. Was a, no. One, two, three. Oh, yeah. Oh, Fritz rock. now has one. All right, now it's one, one. All right. It's tied. One, two, three. Dang it. Uh, rock beats scissors. Uh, Fritz, you get to so choose. So you get to choose. You want to go to the soundproof booth first? Yeah, or? I'm going to take a walk. All right, you're going first. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. I'm nervous. You'll be fine. Not. You'll be fine. All right, I'll oh. time myself. Oh, wait a minute, though, but you can hear the questions. Well, if I'm going first, oh, no, you're going. He's going for, who's yeah? You're going first. He's taking yes. a walk. Sorry, right. I got confused. <laughs> all right, you're going first. I have ten questions for you, Mr. Pinkman. Answer okay. to the best of your ability. Are you ready? They all segue one into one into another. All right, but um, you don't have to worry about that. Here we go. All right, in three, two, one, go. President Trump mentioned the Native American Pocahontas yesterday. Pocahontas was born in what year? Uh, 1742. The Disney animated movie called Pocahontas was released in what year? 1991. Actress Linda Hunt was a voice in the movie Pocahontas. How old is Linda Hunt? 58. Hunt's is known for its processed tomato products. The company was founded in what year? Uh, 1872. The movie called Fried Green Tomatoes came out in what year? 2003. The 1999 movie The Green Mile with Tom Hanks runs a total of how many minutes? Uh, 127. Runner Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile in what year? Uh, 1963. The movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit was released in what year? 94. The book Rabbit Run by American novelist John Updike was published in what year? Uh, 1951. Get it within 25, you went outright. If John Updike was a crow in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania... He would have to fly how many miles to reach Gettysburg? Uh, f- 112. Time. Oh, oh, boy. All right. There you go. Bring in Fritz. Here, here he we comes. go. All right. Right down. Mm-hmm. On the way. Uh, here he yeah. comes. All right. Oh, no handicap in this game. All right. All right, well, Fritz. Look who it is. Grant has yep. chosen Pinkman to win the game. I have 10 questions for you. One question segues into another. Sometimes seamlessly, sometimes not, but just answer to the best of your ability. Sounds good. Here we go. All right. In three, two, one, begin. President Trump mentioned the Native American Pocahontas yesterday. Pocahontas was born in what year? 1610. The Disney animated movie called Pocahontas was released in what year? 1994. Actress Linda Hunt was a voice in the movie Pocahontas. How old is Linda Hunt? She is 54. Five. Hunts is known for its processed tomato products. The company was founded in what year? 
1878. The movie called Fried Green Tomatoes came out in what year? 1991. The 1999 movie The Green Mile with Tom Hanks runs a total of how many minutes? One, uh, 140. Runner Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile in what year? Uh, 1906. The movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit was released in what year? 1988. The book Rabbit Run by American novelist John Updike was published in what year? 1960. Get it within 25, you went outright. If John Updike was a crow in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Gettysburg? Uh, 93. Time. Wow. Oh, Score boy. the game. Uh, Pocahontas born in what year? Fritz said. 1742. Uh, uh, no, I'm oh, sorry. No, that was Pinky. I'm sorry. I have it backwards. Let's go with uh, Fritz first. Okay. Um, Just because I'm looking at him, I go left to right. Just nice. kind of my thing. Pocahontas born in what year? Fritz said. 1610. Pinkman. 1742. 1596. Darn it. Uh, that's right. uh, the movie, animated movie, Pocahontas, released in what year? Fritz said. 94. Pinkman. 91. 1995. Oh, Fritz. Oh. Yes. Uh, Linda Hunt, the actress, a voice in the movie Pocahontas. How old is Linda Hunt? Fritz said. 55. Pinkman. 58. She's 72. Oh, Pinky. Point. Hunt's uh, processed tomato products. The company founded in what year? Fritz said. 1878. And Pinkman. 1872. 1886. Oh, Fritz. That's an old tomato. Uh, fried green tomatoes came out on what year? Fritz said. 91. And Pinkman. 03, 2003. Right on the money. 1991. Oh, wow, he's up five to one. Yeah. The 1999 movie, The Green Mile, with Tom Hanks, runs a total of how many minutes, Fritz said? 140. Pinkman. 127. 189. What? Jeez, that's a long movie. Roger Bannister <laughs> broke the four-minute mile in what year? Fritz said? 1906. And Pinkman? Uh, 1963. 1954. That's Finally. Yeah. He's back at the it. The movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit released in what year? Fritz said? 88. And Pinkman? 94. 1988. No, on oh. the dot? Oh. On the dot. Wow. The book Rabbit Run by American novelist John Updike published in what year? Fritz said? 60. Pinkman. 51. 1960. On the dot? What? On the dot. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn you. Get it within 25. You went out right. Oh, boy. How much? 25? 25. My only chance. If John Updike was a crow in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Gettysburg? Fritz said. 93. Pinkman said. 112. He would have to fly 185 miles. Oh, Pittsburgh. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> so close. Fritz. Wins the game. Oh, I'm sorry, right. Grant. Right. No, you matter business card for you. Bad luck for you for 24 hours. Thanks for playing that super duper special bonus round of closest to the pin. Remember, close wow. Jeez, man. Shut up. You got to act. Yeah, 10 to 3. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oof. Outrageous. Fake news. Yowie. Sad. So, if you follow me on Twitter, oh at Real Jim, yes. I've uh, tweeted a photo from the science section of the New York Times today, mm. which is a little section about um, carvings and drawings dating back eight to 9,000 years in, I believe, Egypt. Mm. And they show the connection between human beings and dogs. What? Yes. They're carvings on a wall, and they show 
dogs and they show mm-hmm. human beings. Carvings date back eight to 9,000 years and they depict hunters using dogs to overwhelm prey. Yeah. Um, they show in these carvings uh, human beings uh, using dogs to hunt, herd, and heal from emotional stress. And uh, it's just amazing, eight to 9,000 years ago. They don't. They don't date as far back as some of the charcoal drawings in France that they discovered right. that go back, I think, eighteen to 20,000 years ago and are considered by some to be the first expression of human beings, huh. um, f- first expression of art. And some of those drawings in those walls, of which you cannot see anymore, only photographs because you're not allowed in the caves. Right. That's uh, They've uh, sealed them off. Lascaux, I think. Lascaux, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. yeah, there are, I think, a dozen of them maybe now. But anyway. Where was I going with this? Oh, this. Uh, but in those in those drawings, I mean, you see animals that were roaming parts of France that you only see in parts of Africa now. Be that as it may, these are carvings in Egypt. But I posted a photograph, and if you take a look at the photograph, somebody in the upper right of that photograph is very excited. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. You see uh-huh. it? Yeah. Sure. I did not what see it. What the hell? Boing. Ay, <laughs> What are you, 12? Yes. Okay, just asking. No, but I mean, who could, I mean, I understand. Just look at this. This is a fascinating little story about dogs and, and, uh, and yeah. human beings dating eight to 9,000 years ago where someone in Egypt thought it was uh, important enough to, uh, to, to carve it to into, carve the it wall. into a sure. wall as, uh-huh. a, as a form of art or expression or communication. Then you go, what the hell? Oh. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio. That's at Real Jim. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Jim. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You're listening to the Phillips File. Real Radio 100.1. Secretary of State Manis says that the ICBM launch today by North Korea went higher, quote, went higher, frankly, than any previous shot they've taken. Wait. Secretary of State is Tillerson. No, I said Secretary of Defense. Oh, who? I was going to say, like, did they switch jobs when I, think I wasn't I said, looking? Well, if I, did, I don't know. I just wasn't sure who Secretary you were talking about. Oh, defense. Uh, yeah, Mattis. Okay. Uh-huh. And the president, uh, when questioned about it, says, quote, we will take care of it, end of quote. Take I don't know what that means. It. Uh-oh. Could he please <laughs> shoot just it shut out of up? the sky? No, that's, no, no. That's like saying, you know, well, you know, trash gets picked up tomorrow. Can you take the trash out? Yeah, I'll take care of it. That's- uh-huh. When your wife asks you to do a chore, I'll take care of it. Honey-do list. That, uh, I don't want him to do anything. I he, hate that term. I just can't. I just can't. Honey-do. Honey-do. Honey. Uh, there's something a little bit inherently As soon as I hear it, I'm not doing it. <laughs> what? I right, listen. No. I think that if... It's on my honey-do list. Yeah. Oh. It does sound a little... No ham allowed in the house. No honey-do list allowed. All right, fine. Man, you know, Fair when trade. push comes to shove. Seems reasonable. All know, right, listen. I painted the damn door. That, How'd it come I'm out? good for five years. 
pretty damn nice, as a matter of fact. I sanded it down. I got it all prepped. Mm-hmm. You know, did, you took latex? my time. I used a latex. I did use a latex. Yeah, yeah, latex. Primed it first. Then uh, one uh, one layer oh. of the new color, and then I've got another uh, another coat i got to put still on. Still got to do two coats. Look, looks pretty damn good. You looks still have to do two coats? No, it looks good. Yeah, another two coat. Two coats? Two coats. Oh. It'll take two. It didn't cover? What? The first coat didn't cover? No. See, that's how you know that somebody... That, there was an article in Saturday's paper telling that the, the top 10 amateur painting mistakes, and one of them is that we as amateurs, and I'm in the, I fall into it too, we're too chintzy with the paint. If you put it on thick, you won't, may not even have to use a second coat. you get coat. runs in brush marks. No, you should have, you should invest in a good brush. Right. Invest okay, I never in a good, painted before. Invest in a good roller. <laughs> don't try to chintz it up with the pile. I don't use a roller. I use a brush. And you always brush into the fresh paint. Don't chintz into it. You never don't brush chintz. out. You never brush out of the paint. You brush into the paint. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm telling you, the top 10 painting mistakes, that's one of them. I didn't make a mistake. It looks terrific. Paint. You didn't use enough paint. No. If you primed it, you may have only needed one coat if you were liberal with the it's paint. It's a front door for crying out loud. <laughs> liberal it's paint. a front door. You need to be liberal with the paint. No, then you get runs, and then you get slop, and then you just... Oh, you know, boy. Like, no. You got to take your time, you know... Got to make it look good. Got to make an impression on people coming to your front door. That's true. That's you a very important thing. Oh, look at this. Yeah. Who's Ding dong. Who's responsible for this crappy job? Yeah. The FedEx guy no Christmas get. carols for you. <laughs> oh, brother. Can you get a, a spray paint that looks professional I enough? I think I can yeah. get one. What would you say? I get get or get? get? Hey, can you get? get? Can you get? <laughs> get her done. Like, yeah. do they make a spray paint that looks professional like it's thick? Yes, I spray painted a giant. And it doesn't look like spray paint. Fra- a frame, a mirror, right? I mean, it it takes up almost the whole wall of my dining room. It was gold, like a gilt, like very involved looking frame. I wanted it white. I got a from Home Home Depot, I think, Lowe's something. I don't know. Yes, I spray painted the entire. I taped off the mirror. I spray painted the whole thing. It is professional looking. Huh. Well, so is my front door. Well, there you go. Don't chintz on the paint, though. I didn't chintz that's, on the paint. I'm putting another coat on there. That's one reason that people have to repaint two, two, three years later. It doesn't last. No, this is why people do a crappy job, because they slop that stuff on there, mm-hmm. and they come back, oh, look at the brush marks, and look at the drips. and Yeah. Uh-uh. Got to take oh, your man. time with painting. Yeah, it's true. Got to take it's your kinda, time. It's a nice, it's Especially calming. if you're brushing. Yeah. You know, you're brushing? Yeah, brushing. My yeah. guest bathroom had that, like, that stippling effect, and just streaks of paint like from the previous uh, owners just just like gobs of paint uh, it drives me crazy i gotta get rid of it bet you won't i know i don't i haven't put it on your honeydew list oh, spray boy, paint I need oh, to. God, I hate <laughs> was that springsteen with that london calling no what? who was it the, the clash. clash oh the clash because springsteen had an album jim. what points for jim thank you springsteen had an album called london call i think maybe not maybe i'm thinking of something else it was london broil no, <laughs> that's London a good time. London Fog. London, no, Calling, I think. I thought it was London Springsteen had London up. Calling? Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, London Calling, live in Hyde Park. I'll be damned. How about them apples? Yeah. Just saying. Fake news. Nope, I'm reading it right here. I don't believe It's on you. iTunes. Oh, it must it's a be concert, true. though, right? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was well, the okay. London Calling concert in London. Yeah. Well, that's London Calling. Get it? London Calling. Hey, it's the name of yeah, culture. Yeah, ripping off the he's... clash is what uh, he's doing. Hey, mm-hmm. hey. All right, sorry. I mentioned it. It's okay. I forgive you. Is it hot in here? No. I'm dying. Are you all right? It's all right. You have a fever? It'll go away in about 15 years. Oh, boy. <laughs> Your body's like, all right, we've had enough. Yep. 
Okay, so the turn London calling, is that because of the like long-distance calls? Like, Where does that come from? I like, have no idea. Maybe it's Edward R. Murrow. I thought it had something Working to do with the Working for CBS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. London calling, London calling. Hmm. All okay. of London is at a festive oh, mood, no. despite the fact that the jetties continue to bum. <laughs> the cherries. <laughs> you don't say cherries, that's not nice. <laughs> Is that a racial slur now? Queen Mother is celebrating her 66th birthday, despite the fact that the Jerrys continue to obliterate parts of London with their continued bombing. In other news. Original Drinkwater, BBC News. Original Drinkwater, BBC News. BBC News, yeah. Oh, man, I love that guy. Actually, the title London Calling alludes to the BBC World Service's station identification this is London Calling, which was used during World War II, often in broadcasts. Close to enough. Uh-huh. Close uh-huh. enough. Close Points. enough. Tom's and Jerry's. Oh, boy. There we go. No, I don't think it was. No. Yeah. Oh, no, that was World War One, wasn't it? What? Tom's and Jerry's. I have what no idea. Tom's? Jerry's were the, referred Germans. to as the Germans. Right. Mm-hmm. Krauts. They no, said no, no, you know, get on, yeah. Come on. Where are you going with that? I just played a World War II video game. I heard about all of them. <laughs> <laughs> You learn so much stuff. You really do. I have no idea why they call them Jerry's unless it was Jerry, like a Jer, yeah, like a Jerry with a G. Yeah. yeah. Is that where we're going with I this? So, yeah. I think so. Probably. What are you taking your clothes off? What are you Sweating doing? Like a pig in here. It's boiling hot. There's no flow. There's no flow. What you... There's no flow in here. There's you no got a AC. sweater on. It's I... freezing in here. Ugh. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. What else were we talking about? We talked about Wayne Cochran. He died. Rattlesnakes. Mm-hmm. Rattlesnakes. Yeah, rattlesnakes. Oh, they're scary. Ever uh, seen one? I have not. I, no, I haven't either. I would like to one day. I think in no. theory. No, no, then they'd bite you. You don't want to see that. Are you allowed to shoot at a rattlesnake if it's on your property? Like, I, can you just go out there and just unload, and then when the cops come, you'd be no, like, sorry, because, it's a no, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I think they frown upon you discharging a in firearm city? No. within certain city limits. You're not allowed to do Maybe city. out in the farm, you know what I'm saying? So you can't do double tap a yeah, couple times? up there times. in nope. the Sumter County or Mm-mm. Jackson County up in the Panhandle, maybe you can let loose, but I think, you know, Castleberry or whatever, they probably would frown on that. Because it just seems dangerous if you have a shovel. Because you still got to get close to the thing. With, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. a handgun, sure. you can kind of, you know. Stand back a bit. Take a knee, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Fire off a couple <laughs> of shots. Got close. <laughs> well, should I be concerned that NPR is reporting that this missile that Kim Jong-un just fired? Yeah, what about him? Uh, a, has the farthest range of any projectile yet tested. That's what the matter is. two... Specifically, it would be capable of reaching the entire continental United States. Well, we're going to do something about this. What are we going to do? I don't know. You got that's no ideas? Sca- that's the scary part. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have no idea. I, I am either, not. Though, I'm, I'm like mm-hmm. most of us. We're not well-schooled. We have no idea. Mm-hmm. We're frightened to death that this goofball in North Korea, you know, becomes unhinged and, uh, and you know, or gets into some kind of thing that becomes out of control. That's, that's the problem. Uh-huh. I think they just want nuclear weapons and essentially say they want to preserve the regime and say, just don't mess with us because we got these nuclear weapons. I don't think these sitting around, I, I, I just don't get the idea sitting around and said, ah, I can't wait to get the, you know, up to 25 uh, warheads and then, you know, then launching what? them oh, against the United States. They know that the regime would be obliterated. 
But uh, these things have a can have a tendency to to get out of hand. Mm-hmm. You know, before you know it, some uh, some guard is running for his life, to, trying to get to South Korea. North Korean guards are shooting at him. They cross a line, and then they're being shot at, and then they, then that that builds up, builds up, and then somebody says, "Well, I'll show them." You know, launches a rocket or artillery shell, and before you know, boom. No, no, I don't want to talk about boom. Well, you're talking about boom. It's scary business. You are kind of talking about We're probably closer to nuclear warfare than we ever have been. Well, maybe the Cuban Missile Crisis. No, we were that close. We were only 90 miles. No, no, I mean, it's not the mileage. I mean, it was how close we were to... Pushing the button. Yeah, Pushing the button. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that. Is that 62? 61-ish? Yeah. yeah. Somewhere around there. How very, very, very close we came to uh, mm. to launching atomic weapons or getting into a nuclear war with uh, then the Soviet Union. Yeah. You know, he might, you know, he might have the mindset, well, you know, I'll take him out. He's a threat to the United States. I'll take him out. If in the process, five million South Koreans uh, perish, along with a couple hundred thousand Americans who are there right now, I can go before the American people say, look, I had to do something. This was uh, this this uh, maniac in North Korea presented a danger to the uh, safety of the United States of America and something had to be done. I mean, that's I would suppose that would be the narrative. What else? What else would you do? Right. Oof. Not then you got to worry about that radioactive cloud. I don't want to. Uh, no, I don't want to worry about. That. Oh yeah, nuclear winter. Exactly. And then that takes forever to go away. <laughs> You're just trying to survive all that time. Well, your hair falls out. Yeah, you've metastasized some oh, form goodness. of cancer in your body. Well, maybe if it's contained and it's a small nuclear weapons conflict. Yeah. You know. So what? Only fifty thousand people will be affected. Oh, no, no, no. It'd be much more than that. Oh. Yeah, but maybe we can move to Europe or something. Um, Like North, go, like move to Hudson Bay in Canada. Oh, God. <laughs> Baffin Island. I, I might rather stand nuclear winter. <laughs> All right. It's the Phillips File <laughs> on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Firefighters spent two hours trying to free a man trapped inside a garbage truck in Philadelphia. He was taken to the hospital with serious injuries and no one knows how the man got in there. What a load of garbage. Doctors in India discovered 263 coins and 100 nails inside a man's stomach after he complained of abdominal pains. I would imagine those things might cause discomfort. A massive olive oil scam has resulted in the arrests of multiple Greeks. They were dyeing sunflower oil green and marking it up. This is apparently a huge problem in Greece as 60 perps were apprehended last week. Bobby D. Bupa. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. At Real Radio 1041 on Twitter, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From. Just as sure as you use the gun. Somebody call the police. I've been murdered by 
Married by love. Thanks to Elixir at the corner of Washington and Orange for providing lunch for the file today. Best lunch and dinner downtown and uh, at Elixir. Favorite place to watch all the sports inside and on the patio as well. And by the way, you can buy your Earth Day birthday tickets. There's no service charge. Get them through Elixir in downtown Orlando, That's corner of Washington deal. and Orange. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong with that. More information, elixir.com. Stole some of uh, C. Lane's tater tots today <laughs> from Elixir. Uh-huh. And some fish and chips. I happen to believe I'm a fish and chips aficionado. And I happen to truly believe that the fish and chips from Elixir are some of the best you can find. Oh, they're good. Fried? I love fish and chips. I thought they were baked. Mo says fried. Fried? I think that fish, those those... Wedges of fish, whatever well, they are. standard fish and chips fried. are fried, deep fried. Yeah, yeah. But I still think you can have fish and chips if it's baked, if it has a... A breading? Yeah. And then it... Now, I'm not sure. It doesn't matter to me. It's excellent. <laughs> it's right. still good either way. That's exactly. true. And I'm not exactly sure what the dipping sauce is that comes with it. I think it's some sort of Cajun dipping sauce. Is but that tartar or something? No, it's not tartar. It's something else, but it's darn tasty. <laughs> Tell you what. Mm. And good for you. Oh by the yeah, way. vitamins. Here's uh, here's our good friend Beth from Merritt Island. Oh, hello, Beth. Hey, sweet plum. Oh, well, that's awfully nice. What's going on with I, you, Beth? Getting I ready for the holidays? That, I love that story over the holidays. I had to call and call which you, one? sweet plum. Which which story uh, is that? We were playing best of battle. Oh, oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. saddle saddle story. When I'm still he, not over there. <laughs> I'm gonna find out who's responsible for that, and well, I'm gonna I get him. Found out? No, I, I didn't. No, I think no, I think I know who's responsible, but they won't just, admit it. And when I do, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna get them. <laughs> that was so funny. It was. I could just see you when you drove the ten miles and see that on the back of your saddle. What? Yeah, yeah that was a funny. I spent good thing. money on a great saddle. By Mike Walker down in near Keenansville, and uh, on the back of it was imprinted in the leather "Sweet Plum." Yeah. yeah. I know. Oh God, I was mad. I was so damn mad. I can't tell yeah. you how Why mad would you I get was. Mad? What? What's the point of it? And being I'm mad. mad. I'm mad. At a couple. I'm, I'm. I'm like a bandy rooster. I'm so mad, hopping around mad, and I'm talking to two cowboys who are tough as nails. Jabo I mean, they are tough. Jabbo yep. and Gene Cox. I mean, these are yep. two tough guys, and they're telling me, "Oh, you don't want you got to settle down. You don't want to go down there." I mean, these are guys who would probably uh, fight uh-huh. at the drop of a hat. Right. And I'm bouncing around like, and this guy who makes the saddles, he's about six six and weighs, you know, maybe two twenty five. Two fifty. Drink of water. Yeah, I don't know what I was gonna do. God damn, I was <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh-oh. And I got down yeah. there, and he says, well, I don't understand. This is the way somebody said you wanted it to be. And, well, let's take a look at it. And they throw the saddle up on the whatever, and, you know, take a look at it. And, you know, and they take a pair of uh, needle-nose pliers and <laughs> yes. puts them in there, peels the back off. Oh, boy. Where it said sweet plum. Yes. Son of a bitch. Uh-huh. They got you good on that one. Story. And I just had to call and call you. Sweet plum. All right. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Rub it in. All right. Have another cocktail. All right. See you later. Nice lady. She is a nice lady. We love her to death. I hadn't been that mad in a long time. Was it worth getting mad? Mad, really? This was a beautiful saddle, Western saddle. Uh huh. 
Every every Florida cowboy <clears throat> wants a a Mike Walker saddle. Yes, yes, yes. And it's it's it. That's the one you get. Uh huh. You know, no store bought. These are custom made. Takes them a few months to put it together, and uh, and when you got it, you got it. You know, you you you're you're sitting you're sitting nice. Yeah, yeah. And it said sweet plum on the back, oh. the cantle. Yeah. You know, where the seat rises up, and then there's right. a section underneath. There's that little lip. Yeah. And it was right in there with letters about that damn big sweet oh, plum. Oh, my. Was it like yellow <laughs> on purple? No, it was stamped. It was uh. stamped into the leather. And I'm going, how am I, I going to get the, you what am I going to duct tape it? Oh, boy. Cover it? <laughs> Paint over it. Oh, you don't want to go down there, man. You don't, you, don't got, you got to settle down. You can't go down there. Man. You do you do damn mad. You can't go in there. So I'm. You were swirling around. <laughs> you know, hopping, you know, doing one of those. You know, hopping around. <laughs> you said bantam rooster. Banty, banty, oh, banty, banty. Isn't it a banty rooster? Well, no. I looked up bantam rooster, but I was like, hey, yeah, I but I think a oh, short banty, term is gotcha. banty. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, it's just a, you know, I think a banty rooster is usually referred to as a smaller individual who's all puffed up and all just, you know, ready to fight. Yeah, you got that right. All right, there you go. Almost. Got that. I'll take a bell on that one. Oh, bing, bing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've smaller, more aggressive mm-hmm. rooster. I've known a few of those, too. What? Aggressive little it's, guys? It's the, you take the approach because you've grown up small and you realize you either act crazy or get taken advantage of. Oh. Yeah. So uh, either, you're, you know, you're trying to pull a fast one or you really are pretty damn tough. You've taken your licks and, uh, you know, after a while it doesn't matter anymore. Pain doesn't hurt. Oh. I mean, you get hit and it doesn't hurt anymore. You get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend that goes... Yeah, I'm short, but if you act crazy, people will back down ninety percent of the time. That's probably right. Uh huh. And he gets uh he gets real crazy. Yeah, that works about ninety five percent of the time. Then five percent of the time, you get the living you Someone know what knocked out of you. Right in the nose. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, trying that one, are you? Bunk. <laughs> yeah. I've seen this movie yeah. before, you old banty rooster. Mm-hmm. Keep your glasses on. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. What else is happening? Let me look at the list from yesterday. Ooh, see what Pinkman was up to. Thanksgiving uh, at Cocoa Beach. What? Oh yeah, baby. Not on the beach though. Had fried turkey for the first time. Hell yeah! What did you, you think? think? It was awesome. It's it's the best, yeah, isn't it? I've I've never once had it before, and. Uh, my cousin's husband is a professional chef, yeah. and he decided to show everyone up and bring a fried turkey. It's a way to do it. It's the best. It's so juicy. It's like a whole new world of turkey for me. It is. <laughs> it's true. I don't know if I can go back. You Tasty know, they inject healthy. it. They inject it with seasoning. Because mm. you yeah. can't obviously put something on the outside because you're just, you know. But you can brine it for a day or so. I think you could just take a, a butter ball or whatever and just take the innards out and just throw it in that boiling oil and it would taste yes. fine. I think it would Probably taste good. Yeah. It would still be good. And yeah. I, you can leave it in there for two hours where you pull it out and it looked like, uh, you know, something that came out of Hiroshima, but uh-huh. it would still be. Oh boy. Tender on the inside. <laughs> you get under the crisp outside. It's exactly. Still- it's good stuff. Oh, man. Went to the UCF game. Hell yeah. Oh, boy. Best game ever. Really? It was a pretty did good football game. Yeah, I did watch it. It was a good football <laughs> it was game. Incredible. It was incredible. It was incredible. And the bounce house was bouncing the whole time. Went to Top Golf, you said, on Saturday. What's Top Golf? Oh, oh it's I went a... to Top Golf, too. Oh, oh yeah, the two of you had a date? No, oddly enough, he was there when I showed up for a separate occasion. What is it? Yeah. 
Is that miniature uh, golf? No, it's a driving range. That oh yeah, okay. That if you go down I Drive, they put up a giant net. Yeah, that's what that's for. But it, it, they have all these targets, and all the balls are microchipped. So you you hit the balls towards the targets. Yes. And the computer keeps track of your score through the microchips. Is it a place where people go to just practice their swing, like a driving range, or it's a driving it's, range and more? It's like a driving range and more people. It's not one of those where you have uh, some guy in golf gear showing up just to no to refine his swing. So everybody and their brothers out there just knocking yeah. uh, golf balls around. It's kind of like a bowling alley of driving ranges. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, there's strategy to it too, though. So what do you mean? Well, like if you see one hole and you know, let's say this is twenty and over here is five. Well, there's no way in hell I'm going to hit it that far, so I'm just going to try to get this bullseye every time. So what oh, are you I trying see. to hit? Is there a target or is it a hole? It's Several a, targets. Yeah, huge holes in the ground, and it's all lit up with different, almost like a dartboard. Would so you if say? it lands on the ground, it rolls in, you get points? Yes. Yeah. You can bounce it in, or in the very dead center of these giant holes, they have a normal size standard golf hole. Yeah. If you're skillful or lucky enough to hit the ball in there, I guess it's worth very, very, very many points. So what? Is, I mean, the average oh, no. yardage. What are you? What are you? What are you hitting the ball? Um, fifty yards or one hundred and fifty yards. It goes as far back as about two hundred fifty oh, yards. No kidding, really. Mm-hmm. I hit one one hundred and forty-eight yards, and it was the last hit. I was just like, ah, whatever. And I was just like <laughs> half cocked. You play Ow. golf? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Did you see golfers out there? Yeah, man, those guys are really good. Just ridiculously good. Like, they just have a nice swing. They just it's all fluid. You yeah. just wish, damn, I w- wish I'd started when I was twelve. Yeah, there's putting, that. Putting English on the ball, like oh, purposely English on it. Purposely hitting it past and then watching it roll in, just sick. It's just you know. Oh, uh, they get show kind of smirky about it. Yeah, show off. Yeah, they're doing the high five and yeah, everybody. Were, oh, look at me! Strutting. Yeah, get out of here. There, yeah. were, there was a group in the bay next to me that obviously never ever has played golf before. Right, it's still fun. <laughs> and a couple of them got up, and then right in front of where you stand, there's like a little ramp type deal, but it just tells you the point values of all the holes and how far away they are. But the balls come out of that machine, so. They went to swing and hit it. They yeah. clipped the ball. It went up the ramp, flew, and then went past someone's ear in the next base. Aye, aye, aye. It was scary. <laughs> but it was super fun. It's almost a tourist attraction. Oh, it is. Right? It's on iDrive. Yeah. Yeah, but are you I'm trying to visualize this? Do you have to so, tee, do you have to tee the ball yourself? Do you have to bend down and put the the ball on the tee or is it automatic? No, you put the ball on the tee, the the Container that the balls come out of is automatic. It's like an infrared sensor, and you wave your club over it. The ball comes out. Then you just put it on this little rubber tee that's permanently in the green you're standing All on. Right. And then just swing away. Well, what do you have to, you know, with all due respect to everybody who's terribly bored about this, but I mean, do you choose, what do they give you a bag of clubs or do you, when you sign up, say, give me a three, uh, three wood and a seven iron and, and a driver. So you can either bring your own or when you're oh. there, there's a, a stand that See? has all sorts of different clubs. Yeah, I, don't I, like I don't want to be next to the guy with the Wilson bag, you know, and yeah. he's got all the, Oh, people aren't bringing their own bag. Are they? You just said oh, you some can bring your own do. clubs. Oh, yep. and then they put a, a bag with some left-handed clubs there as well. Oh, see. 
We got to go. Yeah, we should go. It's super fun. It was a lot of fun. And then they'll bring food and drinks to you while you're playing golf. There's really? TVs. Oh, yeah. Oh, TVs. There's a place to sit. Yeah, there's a... a it's like a bowling L, alley. L, yeah. yeah, L-shaped couch where you are. everyone's in a separate bay. Yeah. And you pay per hour. Did you wait? Have to wait? Yeah, to we had to bay. we yeah. had to wait a couple hours, but we went get on, out. We went on Saturday night, so it was super busy. Yeah, okay. And they can't take reservations, nothing like that. But it's three levels of uh, driving range bays. How'd you find out about it, Fritz? Uh, I went because my friend invited me and my wife uh, on a like birthday party kind of top golf thing. So we we're like, all right, you know, this is gonna be fun, and yeah, it was packed, packed. The place was popping, packed. But uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Uh huh. Sounds fantastic. Now, do you get prizes? Nah, so, like, prizes. ski ball? I mean, if you, you, I mean, do you get a certain number of points and then you redeem them for, you know, a teddy bear or? What? I, I didn't see anything like that. But oh, they no. the point, what's the point of the What's the point of the points? I see, if you, you get more points, what happens? Then you uh, beat your friends and you go, ha ha, I win losers. Oh. I won the second round. That's it? Whoa. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like bowling. You play really. against anybody I know? Uh, no, not in my group. I saw some people from high school. That was weird. They weren't very good at golf. Oh, they weren't at the rodeo that night? Stop. <laughs> you would think so. Uh, that's cold. That's very cold. Hey, he's, you know, that's where I I'm know from. he's from St. Cloud, but it, 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 it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio is here, so you don't have to hear about the benefits of vision boards. Do you think I got my own show on gas pump television without having a plan? Keep your headphones on. Real Radio 104.1. From yeah, 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 yeah. Love the lyrics. Solid. Come on, play it. Fritz, what do you say? No three chords and get through this song? He's on the phone. He don't. Oh, I almost uh, Okay. What was that? I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. It, <laughs> the moment is gone. Damn it. It's a you song we played, and I just asked whether you could get by with three chords. Uh, uncontrollable. Er, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, it's three chords. Okay. Do you good like, enough. Do you like Devo? Uh, you, uh, no. <laughs> no, not, not, no, not, not my thing. I think pretty much nine out of every ten people do not like Devo. I could be wrong with that. Why would that be? It's just, you know, people are like, oh, Devo, who oh, yeah, yeah, joke me. Oh, they're very polarized. People are tired of that Whip It song. Yeah. yeah with, uh, with the flower pots. Yeah, uh, good. Yeah, yeah. Come on, really? Sure. Seriously. Sure, listen. Come on. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Okay, MTV for, for you know the videos, it's whatever. Day, it it's fine. okay, fine. But you know, sure. Nowadays, exactly, come out with flower pots on your head. <laughs> They've got one of the most ridiculous Rolling Stone cover songs I've ever heard. It doesn't sound anything like it. It's just abstract avant-garde. Good, or you like it, or you what don't song? like it. Uh, first time I heard we'll it, find it, I liked it, and I think I've questioned that about myself every other time. It's, uh, can't don't, get no satisfaction. Don't beat yourself up about it now. It's just a... It's it's funny, but there's... 
It's funny. It's funny. All right, here is uh, Jen on Real Radio. Go ahead, Jen. Hi. Hello. Hi. What's going on? Well, um, I'm in traffic, and I've been wanting to call you guys and talk about this. I don't know if someone else has brought it up about Blink-182 head guy, Tom DeLonge. No, what about him? Well, he is asking people to give him money to build a ship to investigate UFOs. (laughs) UFOs. And... uh, I'm wanting to call and let you guys know and your listeners know that this is not a real thing. It is. Well, it's not a real thing. It's a scam. He's taking people's money to pay off other debts. All right. Wait a minute. Hold on. Don't go anywhere, Jen. What do you, because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not into it, but I have somebody on the show that knows a lot more about this. What do you know about it? (laughs) Well, not um, you. I mean, Fritz. What do you have? You heard about this? Yeah, um, I know that he's a huge conspiracy theorist when it comes to aliens and extraterrestrial life forms. I know that he's trying to build a a spaceship. What? Yeah. To be taken seriously. I don't know about the Ponzi scheme or the scam he's running. Why do you think it's uh, Jen? Why do you think it's a scam? Because I have a good source that I can give you the link to go look on YouTube oh. a video where he takes all the information about Tom DeLong. It's all public record. That he has put together to show that he has all of these companies that he yeah. well, uh, used to have, and they went under, and so he's taking people's money to what? pay off debt. He's oh, selling, I see. So he's yeah, so he's he's take- that is worth. He oh. says it's worth five bucks, but it's like worth three okay. cents on the dollar or something. All right, we're gonna check into it further. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the tip. The heads up, Tom DeLonge. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, thanks I protect my sources. Don't Thank worry you. about it. Thank you, Jen. This is from Reddit. You know the website? Oh, yeah, yeah what they yeah. say. Uh, they say Blink One, Tom DeLonge of Blink-182 is blatantly attempting to scam people out of their money with oh. promises for an accelerated path to transformative discoveries and technology applications and inspire global citizens through informa- mm. informative entertainment. Yeah, I think I'd rather give money to MIT, if you don't mind. They're <laughs> not promising anything. They're just asking for money. You want to know how much money he's raised? So far, how much? Out of 1,933 investors. Yeah. Two million. Get out. Twenty-five thousand hundred thirty-six dollars. Oh, people are oh, suckers and, pe- and saps. Aren't people they? in sure. Canada are not allowed to invest. Oh, what do you mean not allowed? It says minimum investment two hundred dollars. Price per share five dollars. What do you get out of it? Nothing. That's just it. You get a reservation on the spaceship or anything? No, you get nothing. <laughs> At the bottom it says, "Build your own spaceship, Canada." No kidding. Mm-hmm. I I don't know anything about it. Oh, man. I've never seen an alien or anything I consider to be a UFO. I never either. He got kicked out of his band because of his beliefs. His Facebook post says, We're aiming to build this electromagnetic vehicle to travel instantaneously through space, air, and water by engineering the fabric of space and time. Yeah, i got news for you. You can do it. It's called acid. It's called LSD. And and somebody says, Well, in that case... (laughs) You do it without a spaceship. Here's 400 million pounds. You know, I now that you told me you're building something. Hey, you get some blood or acid, I guess what? You're going to a different universe, all right? Whoa. Simple as that. <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. You don't have to screw anything together. You don't have to weld anything together. You don't have to have some super duper, mm-hmm. uh, some kind of propulsion system that nobody understands. You know? Yeah. No one, no one might die. I mean, you know, you're building a spaceship. Someone's got to have, they're going to have to see if it's airworthy. Someone might die. Yeah, you might get in the spaceship, the damn thing going to explode. You're not going to explode with acid. Now, you might have a bad trip, but you're not going to explode. Right, I hear you. All right? Yep. Just drink some orange you're juice. You're not going to dry, you know, you're not going to blow up in a, in a giant fireball. Exactly, yeah, Hindenburg style. <laughs> oh. That's all I'm saying. 
Thank you, Jen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, you yeah, we're putting us. the word out there. Oh, yeah. Man. How much money have you given him, Fritz? I have a. I'm the, he's come on. <laughs> he's that, out of his gut, dang mind. That fly by night rookery he's got over there. I'm not giving rookery. him my my hard earned penny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no way. Let me see what else happened. Samoa is. Uh, Getting ready for Hanukkah. When does Hanukkah start? Mm, December 12th. Points. Nice. Okay. So she's kind of going through this thing about, you know, what do you what do you want? Right. You what ask your I kids. Want, what do you want you know, for Hanukkah? What do you want? For her husband. Wayne's asking me. I'm asking him. What do you want? Everybody says nothing. You know, it's like, mm, because. So her husband says, what do you want? She says. The only thing I can think of that I really wanted was I wanted. Get a load of this. New bedding. new Like a new comforter. That's so emasculating. That's I know there's gender wanted. bias. Like, I understand. I'm the first one to admit. I know it exists. I'm probably uh, guilty as charged sometimes. I try not to be, but it's gender bias. Generally speaking, a man does not want to go out and buy bedding unless he's living by himself. No. And usually I, he'll no. use a, uh, a sleeping bag <laughs> no. on the floor. Right. No, as no, long no. as he can. But... If you don't want to get it, why'd you ask me? Because that's the only thing I can think of. Well, that's maybe he doesn't want to shop for it. He wants you to buy it. He doesn't want to go to Bed Bath yeah. & Beyond. He could do it. There's a million places that sell it. And so I looked through and I showed him, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? How about this? I like this one. La, la, la. So he sort of knows the color and the what I'm looking for. And so, but if that's what I want. Here, like, find the one you want. Press the button and send, and, and send me the bill. No, that's not getting someone something for Hanukkah. That's so you're going to get it. It's going to be delivered to you. You're going to see no, it, and then he's, he's going to wrap get, it. He's going to get. I'm not going to see it. You find Hanukkah paper yet? I haven't started looking. Because usually it's about uh, this time of year when Mo has a fit because nobody has any Hanukkah nobody's paper. Nobody's stacking it. Yeah, I know. What are you looking for? Like blue, blue, blue gift wrapping? stars, stars or dreidels or something. Dra- it's got to have a dreidel on it, or maybe a menorah. Uh, a menorah. Or something. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Say happy Chanukah something. Yeah, the one year the lady said, um, "What is that? Is that would it be?" She said, "It's back in the seasonal aisle," which makes sense. So I thought I would go back there, and I came back and I said, "No, I'm sorry, there's nothing there but Christmas paper." She said, "Well, isn't that the Jewish Christmas?" I said, "Oh, never mind." You know, I was like, "Forget it." No, y'all so, having Jew Christmas over here? Mm-hmm. No, so yeah, there. Sometimes Target is really good about stocking the end cap. That's a hard one to answer. Isn't that your Jewish Christmas? No, well, it isn't. Yes, but no. No, it isn't. No, it has nothing <laughs> Not to do all. with that. Nope. So anyway, no. Last year, I think I found it at the end of the season, and I stopped it. Was in our corner someplace? Yeah, it was like dusty. So a big I, barrel. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I dusted it off and bought a couple of extra rolls so that I wouldn't have this. So now your husband's out there shopping for uh, a, you want a quilt? No, I want or a comforter. For a blanket? No, I'm not looking for a quilt or a blanket. I'm looking for a comforter. You comfort- want a comforter now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, what I always like want. Like goose down with a duvet cover? I Ooh. Yeah, don't. does it have to have, you know, with a I, duvet where you take off because you can get that cleaned after no, it's got a couple of Hershey's to... chocolates on it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want the thing where you have to open it up with a button and shove the, the thing in there and then button it back Well, then up. how are you gonna how are you going to clean it? I don't want a duvet cover. If I wanted a duvet cover, I would have asked for a duvet cover. I want a comforter. Oh, okay? God and I, Listen, that if you don't want to know what I want, then don't ask. Just get me socks or something. It's fine. It's fine. But, okay. That, well, uh, that, that's good. Okay. Uh, what else do you want? I want a book. I'll get you a book. Okay, a book, socks. But the only thing I could think of at the time he asked me was that I wanted a, a new comforter. 
So now you're telling me that that's a bad thing to ask for. Well, I don't think it was a bad thing. That's the only thing I could think of. It's not a bad thing to ask for, per se. From Santa or it's just, Hanukkah you know, Harry It's just or not one of those. Yeah. Well, what? it's not one of I mean, what? Would you rather have jewelry or a new uh, uh, a quilt or whatever you're looking yes. for? Yes. Jewelry. Well, probably, yes. But I don't ask for that kind of That's not what I'm asking for. I'm asking for something I need and we need at home. So I'm not asking for something frivolous or, you know, um, expensive it doesn't have to be expensive it just has to be a pretty comforter for our bedroom comforty yeah sometimes they come with pretty shams and pillows and whatever and they're pretty so uh, <laughs> look if you don't want to know what i want then don't ask just get well, whatever you it's want all right. he's got the information but you know generally speaking you know he's just saying you know, you know that's not exciting that's not exciting to go to go buy you so, why is it oh. not exciting what you have to do oh you know God. you have to drop hints way in advance yeah yeah I kind of did way, that. way in advance. What's where you way? Go, August? Oh yeah, okay. I got to make a note of that. I got to remember that for Hanukkah, for Christmas, whatever it is. I got to make a note of that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then hopefully, as time marches on, people forget about it. And then when you when you open up, the, oh my God, oh geez, oh look at that. Right. It's a well, it's I, a I, bowling ball. <laughs> I thought Christmas bowling people, ball. you know, around November they make a, like when you have kids, you say, "What do you want from Santa?" And you make a list, right? You make a Christmas yeah, wish that's list. Kids. Okay, so you ask people because you don't want to get them something they don't want or need. So you ask them, what do you want for Hanukkah? Okay, you want anything for what do you want? I ask my kids the same thing. What do you want? What do you, they, want? what do you need? What do you need? What do you want? What, you know, you always wanted to have something or other. What is it? Because it's coming up to Hanukkah. I'm, you know, I'm it just open seems to so, ideas. It just seems it's so, so boring. It's a boring gift. It's boring. It's like, something, it's like an appliance. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's very exciting. An appliance? No. If you open up a box and it has something, I thought no. there was a rule that There's people no said, vacuum. You know, you no, know, not no. a vacuum. I don't want anything where you have to plug in. No. Nope. it's a power tool. No, no it's I a don't coffee want maker. Thank you. No, I don't want oh, that. Oh, boy. No. Yeah. <laughs> really? Wow. All right, look. Toaster oven. oven. Jeez. Here's a tip. Wow. If men, <laughs> ask their, wow. If, if men ask their wives or girlfriends, what do you want for Christmas? And the wife says X, then get X. Don't get Y because she doesn't want that. She wants X. It's not that hard. It's it, it should be easy to get a gift when you know that the person wants it. Baby, well, I know you know what you want. Just go ahead and get it. No, order it's not it. the same. Nope. I'm gonna get you something else. Nope. I'm not going to bed bath oh and beyond. Oh my god, go online. You don't have to go anywhere. Just look online. What's next? Victoria's Secret. I would never ask <laughs> for anything from the underwear place, but I would. You know that I understand that. Is that the only gift you could get? Is some sexy time gift? No, you you get. I don't understand why that's a bad idea. Ask. That's a, not a bad ask. It's, uh, it's a bad it's ask? Okay, so what do you ask for for Hanukkah? I mean, for Christmas. Nothing. <laughs> See, so that's no help. No, and you know you're going to get something. No, we reached a point. No, we just to be, because we, we reached a point. We've got every, you know, we got so much hazard, right? We got so much yeah. stuff. So now it's just like stocking stuff or stupid stuff. Talking stuff or stupid stuff. I like yeah, that. I mean, it's the things that, you know, you just, a pair of socks or an orange and then, you know, some dinky little toy you might find at Walgreens yeah. in the toy. To, I mean, just something to pass the time. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we, we got everything. Then for a while, I thought experiential gifts are really the best ones. Experiential. Yes. Now we're talking. Uh -huh. XP points. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Something you can go and do. Yeah. Yeah. Go Ooh. and do something. Mm -hmm. Top golf. <laughs> top golf, Jim. We're, top golf is a good gift. It is a good gift. 
Yeah, like a gift certificate to the That's nudist awful. colony or something. No. Just try something you've never done before. No, there you go. Right. You can play golf there. No. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041. From... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Oh boy, here we go. I'm playing against Anthony in this regular round of closest to the pin. Mary is the backup. Mr. Fritz, what is the prize? I have a pair of tickets to the Alternation Cure Bowl at Camping World oh, Stadium boy, on December boy. 16th. Multi-platinum recording artist and Andy Grammer headlines a pregame tailgate and concert at Tinker Field. For more information, Whoa. visit realradio.fm keyword cure. Cool. Sounds like a fun time. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's bring Anthony up. Hello, Anthony. How are you? Hey, Mr. Pinkman. I'm doing great. How are you? I am fabulous. Thank you for asking. Um, right. Cool. Yeah. So you called. You, you're here to play the game. Uh, this category comes to us from Brad. Thanks, Brad. It's titled Animal House. Guess An- the, what? what? Animal House, you say? Yep. Animal okay. House, I say. Double secret probation. Right. <laughs> Guess the year in which these movies with an animal in the title were released in reference to Paw Faction dog training, Brad says. All right. Think you can do it? It's movies with animals yeah. in the title. Sounds good. I'll give it a try. Thanks. All right, man. Here we go in three, two, one. Dealing with the lives of people in a small industrial town in Pennsylvania in the Vietnam War era, The Deer Hunter. 1978. That's not a knife. That's a knife. Crocodile Dundee. 1981. They kicked it up a notch. Jack Black, Dustin Hoffman, and Angelina Jolie and Kung Fu Panda. That sounds like 2009. More animation with the voice talent of Nathan Lane, Matthew Broderick, and James Earl Jones, The Lion King. That sounds like uh, 2001. I bark. That man there. See him? He bites. Better get this one on the money, dog day afternoon. 1975. Time. All right, Anthony, I'll put you on hold. Write down your time. And I have to look up an answer for one of these because Brad forgot to include it. Oh, come on. Kung Fu Panda. He didn't write it. Shut it. No one can hear me. Good God. Good God, y'all. Wah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I've got the answer. All right. All right. Not bad, Anthony. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? What's the matter? I don't know. They're getting all excited in there. I don't know. The two of them together. We're not not around to settle them down. You should have seen last week. They just start making noises. Just violently high-fiving each other over and over again for hours. Mm, My hands are bleeding. Anyway, welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> this category comes to us from Brad. Thanks, yeah. Brad. Mm-hmm. It's called Animal House. Guess the year in which these movies with an animal in the title were released oh. in reference to Pawfection Dog Training. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Think you can do it? Yeah, sure. All right, here we go. In three, two, one. 
dealing with the lives of people in a small industrial town in Pennsylvania in the Vietnam War era, the Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter is 1977. That's not a knife. That's a knife. Crocodile Dundee. That's 1981. They kicked it up a notch. Jack Black, Dustin Hoffman, and Angelina Jolie in Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda, that was in 2006. More animation with the voice talent of Nathan Lane, Matthew Broderick, and James Earl Jones, Mm. The Lion King. Oh, The Lion King was 1996. I bark. That man there, see him? He bites. Better get this one on the money, Dog Day Afternoon. 1976. Whoa. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) All right, down your time. Either one apart or on the money with the same guy. Three of your five answers. I know some stuff then, because I know my stuff. Mm. Anthony, he's a smart fella. All right. You ready to grade this? All right, good luck, Anthony. Let's uh, score this here game. Yeah. Dealing with the lives of people in a small industrial town in Pennsylvania in the Vietnam War era, the deer hunter, Anthony said... 78. Jim uh, said 77. Or Robert De Niro, Meryl Streep, and uh, what's his name? Christopher right. Walker. Uh, yeah, exactly. More cowbell. He oh, got okay. best actor in a supporting role for that. John Voight. Right, so you were one, one off. What did he say? He said 78. You said 77. Yeah. One of them's right on the money. Oh, see? How close It was 1978. Oh! Lance oh, oh, America. Anthony starts <laughs> with two of points. Gun. Oh, boy. So close, Pop. Anthony. It's not over. That was only question number one. Right. It's not a knife. That's a knife. Yeah. Crocodile Dundee. Anthony said. Well, they both said 81. Get out. Yes. Well, they both get a point. It was 1986. Okay, there you go. It's three to one. They kicked <sighs> it up a notch. Jack Black, Dustin Hoffman, and Angelina Jolie in Kung Fu Panda, no Anthony idea. said. No idea. Anthony said 09. Jim said 06. One of them is closer. It's somewhere in the middle. It's 2008. Oh, that's Anthony. Kicked. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, it's that four to one? I, yeah. Damn it. Oh, boy. It's all right. You could still win. Totally win. Yeah, you don't yeah, sound too confident. Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know all we the We don't answers. know the answers. Well, whatever. More animation <laughs> with the voice talent of Nathan Lane, Matthew Broderick, and James Earl Jones, The Lion King. Anthony said? Uh, 2001. Ooh. Jim? 96. Jim is closer. It was 1994. <sighs> oh, I need to get this next one on the money? Oh, yeah. Yes, to tie it up? Yeah, what is it? Four to two right now? It's four oh, to two, ocean. and your guys are one off. <laughs> Get out. Seriously. All right, what is it? I bark. That man there, see him? He He bites. bites. Better get this one, quote, on the money. Dog day afternoon. Attica. Attica. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Anthony said. Anthony said 75. Jim said 76. One of them is on the money. Come on. Get out of here. Based upon a real-life story that happened in the early 70s. Holy cow. This film was released in 1975. Five. Damn oh, it. Right. He gets double points and oh. wins handily. Oh, oh handily. My ass fair two, and square. Four, Good job, six, Anthony. Two, Thanks for playing yeah. closest to the pin. Son of a Done. Yeah, yeah, oh. oh, that hurts. Sorry. To the pin. Pin, pin, pin. Hey, it happens. I don't like it. Chris kicked my ass. <laughs> I mean, have to like it. It's okay. You know, you lose by, oh, geez, you're off by five, ten, whatever years. But when you're that close, uh, you knew his stuff. All right. Good for you, Anthony. Uh, Good news is uh, you can't play ever again. It's the (laughs) Philip File on Real Radio 104.1.
Gotta check out the news, here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A Canadian woman was caught on camera loudly cursing at a quote fake unquote Santa Claus for not having his sleigh in the mall. Anyone who follows Santa Claus on Twitter could tell you of his long-winded rants about Canadian mall policies and sleighs. This woman needs to get with the times and download Twitter. Sex robots may be sparking a rise in digisexuals according to a new report. What's a digisexual you ask? Those are people who only bone robots. Curse this metal coffin of mine. Make me a body post haste. A man in California is trying to get 360,000 votes to legalize psychedelic mushrooms. The man says mushrooms deflate your ego and is exactly what Americans need right now. Tripping balls at a business meeting sounds like a bad time. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com And transmission. Looking for a home? Go to WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Why? Because they're not the banks. They also have special loan programs for the self-employed, or maybe you want to finance a mobile home? They can do that as well. Their service is second to none. Go online to WeAreNotTheBanks.com for all your mortgage needs. It's almost like you're in the studio with us. Almost. going to tell them that you spilled hot sauce into the mixing board. Facebook.com slash RealRadio1041. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since... So I have this love-hate relationship with Anthony Bourdain. More on that in a couple of minutes. Mm. But uh, Tampa police have announced that they have a person that they are questioning who is a person of interest in connection with the... uh, Shootings in uh, Tampa Bay. The serial killer, uh, yeah. non-serial killer. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person was really taken told. into custody at a fast food restaurant, I think in Ybor City, and a uh, person had a oh. weapon on him uh-huh. at the time. They were checking other news sources to try to provide you with some more information about that. Arby's is buying Buffalo Wild Wings. The price... Of this purchase, $2.9 billion. Damn. I know. That's a lot of nacho cheese. There's a lot of <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings out it there. It is, yeah. It's a popular franchise. Mm. Arby's not as popular, but Buffalo Wild Wings, popular. gigantic. Yes. No question about it. Speaking mm. of food, oh maybe in some kind of connection with Arby's. I don't know if I mentioned this the other day. Maybe I didn't. Mm. Yesterday, did Anthony Arby's Bourdain? No. 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 And I'm going to talk with, about this with Dirty Jim on Thursday. Because I go back and, you know, this Anthony Bourdain, who I, uh, metaphorically speaking, fell in love with after Kitchen Confidential, the book he wrote, that helped turn him into a star. There's no He is a bona fide star in the, what do you want to call it? Food world. world. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he's had various programs, the Food Network. He's on CNN now. He's on Travel Network for a while. He's been on Back here, there, whatever. Yep, And he goes to these fascinating places, talks to fascinating people, and there's no question about his level of intelligence. He's, um, he's articulate. He's, he's very well read. He's knowledgeable. He's, um, and he's got an edge to him. All right, so you love him. So what? I don't love him so much now, and I'm thinking about writing him a letter. Oh, no, not a oh, letter. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. That's the dollar I lost. I, I didn't oh, win yeah. a dollar. I lost a dollar. Do you remember? That's right. No, I wasn't here. Bet. What was the timeline for that? Thanksgiving. That's right. I don't have I that. Because le- I wrote a note to Steven Spielberg. About 1941? Yes, yes, because the documentary about Spielberg was on, and he mentioned you know, what a disaster that was for him professionally, even though I enjoyed the movie. I don't have that. 
And I bet Pinkman a dollar. So I wrote him a note. Don't worry. <laughs> I wrote Steven. Steven Spielberg a note. Yeah. You know, something to the. I just wanted to say, you know, despite what everybody else says, I enjoy the movie. Oh. I get a laugh out of it every time. Yakety, yakety, yak. And I bet Pinkman that I would get a response nope. from Steven Spielberg uh, by I, Thanksgiving. Yes, that's Thanksgiving. Dear Jim, on, huh? I got your nice note. Uh, best wishes, uh, Steven. Happy but Thanksgiving. I didn't. Nope. Damn it. <laughs> so now you're going to try again? No, I'll bet you a dollar. Anthony Bourdain. Be, no, no. no oh. Hold on. I'll bet you a dollar I get a response by, by, from Steven Spielberg oh, by no. the first of the year. Well, wait. Are you going to pay him the dollar, or does that make no. it? No. We canceled out because I owed him one from uh yeah, So now it's uh, we're, right. we're, we're, we're Jake now. So now you want another bet on the books? Yeah, I'll bet you a dollar I get a note from Steven Spielberg, Spielberg. or something from the Spielberg people by Spielberg. January 1st. Deal. By like Jan- a photo? Jan- I say no. <laughs> okay, I will. Spielberg response. So I have this love-hate relationship (laughs) with Anthony Bourdain. I loved Kitchen Confidential. I thought it was a terrific book. Mm -hmm. So he's in uh, the last episode I saw, he was in Charleston. I saw it. And he's dining at that restaurant, right? Yeah. Which is, you know, you look at the restaurant, you look at the food being served, and, I mean, could could you possibly ascertain? It's probably a fairly expensive place to dine i would think yeah yeah and do you remember his comment about chilies he made a comment about chilies yeah he liked to take a an axe handle to every chilies that he sees Mm -hmm. because he thinks that a chilies or places like that bastardize food even though he ate at a waffle house earlier he made a whole thing about a waffle and how great it was he had never been to a waffle house so the chef of this fancy restaurant in Charleston takes him to a Waffle House. To have the full experience now, of a Waffle House. You need the Southern Waffle House experience. And Anthony Bourdain, you know, was, oh, this is absolutely terrific. This is, this you know, is the, great o- the only thing he didn't and- like was uh, some kind of mustard sauce or something. I don't know. Yeah, so he thought it was great. But so then they dine along with Bill Murray, who's a uh, resident now of Charleston. The actor. he owns the team, like some minor league baseball yeah, team there. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he moved there because of the baseball team. I no, but he just, he, so anyway, I was on it. So they're dining at this. It's a nice restaurant. Well, I imagine the entrees are probably what maybe in the upper teens, maybe the twenties, if not more. Yes, if, definitely. It, yeah, maybe if not more. Considered one of the best restaurants now with the you know a, a chef that everybody's screaming about. So you know the prices are going to be high. So he's riffing on how you know there's chilies all over the place, even near the Mexican border. And how he'd like to, and I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. You know, chilies might not, I might not like chili so much. It might not be my so-called cup of tea. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, you know, they go to chilies, as Bourdain would would mention, you know, part of of the experience of of good food is the dining experience itself. Right. And there are a lot of people, think they're not going to be able to afford to go to a place like this in Charleston. And going to a Chili's or sa- saving their money so once a month, you know, maybe they can take the, 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 the wife, you know, or the husband or the family to Chili's to get some baby. That's a big deal. It is totally that's a, a that's a bit That's a big deal. And I thought it was just uh, then he was now he's on my now he's on my bad side because I thought it was so elitist. It's a little snotty. It yeah. is snotty. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not everybody. Most people, as a matter of fact, can't afford to dine at the place where you're, where you're, uh, where you're riffing on chilies. You know, you're sitting there eating something, and it seems and to they me probably gave it to him comp well, anyway. Yeah, 
you're probably right, but if you paid for it, you know, you and I, we've dined at nice places. We've dined at uh, terrible places, you know, and everything in between. Yes. And I would imagine looking at a place like that, you can look at the atmosphere, you can look at the food served, and, and you're probably going, all right, you're probably dropping. Maybe $200, if not more, plus wine, plus what? Yeah, probably. I mean, it could be a very, very pricey night out. Yeah, Exactly. And to badmouth people, who, you know, or not people, but uh, establishments that are in the mid range of restaurants, maybe not a high end, maybe not a fancy cuisine, but something in the mid range. It's I like uh, I know people, and you know, because we we see the food awards, and you know, it's a, an Olive Garden or a Red Lobster or whatever. And I used to kind of get the same way, like, oh my god. But the fact of the matter is, and I know people, that's a real treat for them, of course. You know, yeah, maybe yeah. once a month or a couple of times a month. I don't know. They get to go out and, you know, and uh, to them, it, it's it, it it's good food. Yeah. You know, somebody waits on them. You know, they're not. I mean, that's a, that's a big right. deal to people. It's true. I just thought that was, I got to write it. I just haven't formulated the letter yet. It's a little snooty. You know, get off your high horse there, Anthony. You know. You know? Seriously, like he did that with Emerald too. When he first came out with the book, he threw Emerald Lagasse under the bus because he thought he was all high and mighty, and he thought that Emerald's food was crap. And 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 I thought at that point I didn't care for him. I thought, well, aren't you the you know all coked up with your bad teeth? What what is your story, Bud? Yeah, I like smart, articulate, intelligent uh, you know people, literate people, and Bourdain. You know he he's 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 in there, but man alive, he can he at the just a snap of your fingers he says he something turns. who the hell do you think you are he gets a little bit high and mighty and i thought that was bad about emerald and i lo- oh, didn't like that line about chilies either did you get the same feeling yes. when he said that about chilies i said you're sitting there food. eating some kind of fancy bacon that comes out of some some special pig yes that this uh that this uh, chef has you know acquired yeah, yeah. you know that's probably cost Costs more the appetizer for this for this bacon, whatever the right. hell it is, probably mm-hmm. more than an entree or a couple of entrees right. at Chili's. Sure. Oh, I got you know. That's, I think you and I should write them both. Yeah, I didn't I'll get it for you. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Tell them what's what. And then the question is whether you get a response. Better get a response from Steven Spielberg before <laughs> Anthony Bourdain. Oh, I don't know. But I like his programs because he goes to interesting places and. Yeah. It got better when he moved to CNN because they did. let him do what he wants. Well, he did a lot more. It seems to me, travel culture. Right, right. I saw the one that he did on Seattle. Wait, did you see the one he did on that famous chef? Which Jeremiah oh. Tower? Yes. Yes. That the was, documentary. Yes. Yes, that's it the was, one that I've recommended to it Dirty was Anthony Jim Bourdain for. presents. Yeah, and that whole. I thought it was good. So good. After about fifteen minutes, when you said, "What the hell is this all about?" It was really well done. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, I know. But and think about Chili's, and I'm not. You know, it's not. Ch- it's any of that family Ch- style mid range restaurant. Exactly. Could have been anyone that people go to that, the, which is a real treat for people. Whatever. He's got a lot of nerve bad-mouthing mid-range family-style restaurants. Because Especially when you're sitting there challenged. He's drinking 19-year-old bourbon. He's, they made a big deal out of that. 19-year-old bourbon and uh, some yeah. kind of bacon that's been cured from some kind of special pig you know, that was first arrived in the Carolinas in the 1600s or something. Right. And all of a sudden, he's, uh, you know, and he's, he's enjoying the food. But I don't, know, I don't know where the chilies thing came from. I don't know where. 
I, I don't. Can't I, don't like, I don't know what the catalyst where all of a sudden you know he's uh, you know he's bad mouthing uh, Chili's essentially what he's doing he's bad mouthing all the mid range or lower range uh, restaurants style that people restaurants go to or whatever, chain right. restaurants or whatever uh-huh. he's just acting punk rock and tries to get someone riled up about something no I don't think so I think it just well he I think it just came out and he didn't even think about it and I don't think any you know and. It would be it would be nice if somebody at the table, whether it was Bill Murray or the chef, you know, would say, "What are you talking about?" You know, lots of people think that's great food, and for them, that is great food, and that's a great dining experience for people. It offers people an experience to get out of their homes, and you never know if they go to a Chili's. You know, the the next step might be something else. He also tried the uh, the Baskin shark, I think, in Iceland. Where yeah. uh, you know you have to dig dig a ditch, you put it into the beach, and it ferments for six months. He tried that and almost gagged, almost threw up. Well, probably most people would. Well, they go, you know, was that the worst thing that you've ever tasted? He goes, no, uh, McDonald's. You know, oh, was it, it just it's just him being a punk rock butthole. Yeah, I mean, he's going to <laughs> Waffle House, and I don't have anything against Waffle House, oh, but it. Waffle House is nothing special. Waffle House is just fast. It's a diner on the side of the highway. I exactly. Mean, to me, you know, it's... I can find place, uh, if you want to talk about diners, I mean, I can tell you half a dozen diners in the Metro Orlando area that I think are better than Waffle House, but I'm not going to slam Waffle House. You know, it's a place to go to get something to eat late at night, 24-7, right. 365. Right. And, uh, cool. That's That's okay. Texters are <laughs> all about Team Chili's. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> like, I got, almost I, I really, I've been yanking about this. And my wife is probably going, just shut the hell up. Just write the letter. I'll write the letter just so you'll stop yakking about it. Yeah, yeah. But I just like, well, son of a gun. <laughs> well, because when somebody that you admire comes across like a snot ball, it, you, it knocks him down a peg or two in your eyes because you thought he was a, you know, I, I don't understand why he is so out of touch with where he came from. You know, I don't know that he came from, you know, extraordinary wealth. He or did his, not. His okay. mother was, a, I believe, a copy editor at the New York Times. Nothing wrong with that. I don't know what his father did or if his father was even around. I think that he was he was basically, uh, you know, a middle class guy from New Jersey. Yeah, exactly. Or New York or Manhattan or wherever they lived. But he wasn't anything. He was just a, a roustabout in the restaurant industry. Right. You know, and learned some skills. And I, did he go to CIA? Went to one of them, yeah. Yeah. You know, and came out of Culinary Institute of America, like hundreds if not thousands of people did. And, you know, and granted, he wrote a great book about the restaurant industry, essentially what goes on back in the kitchen. And uh, it was fascinating reading. But then, man alive, and it's like, you're absolutely correct. Well, who the hell do you think you were? It's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's snotty. There's no. I mean, reason. I'm sure people say that about me too. But they do. Least, yeah, but, they definitely. You know, do. but sometimes, and I read sometimes, and I'll say to myself, "Well, they're absolutely correct." <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and I'll yes, cha- no, but I'll, cha- but I'll, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I'll change. Okay, they were correct. I, I was wrong. I I remember one time when I made a a real snotty remark about Publix and the bag boys at Publix. Really. Yeah, and uh, heard from uh, a father of a bag boy, his his son. First job, yeah. You know, and, uh, and I went on the next day and apologized. He was absolutely correct. I mean, I was just being a snotball. I was just trying to be, you know, make a, be a smart aleck and uh, said something. <laughs> I'll get a couple of laughs here or there. 
and uh, came back to bite me because he, you know, you read it, and if you're a big man, you said, okay, he's, he's absolutely correct. Yeah, yep. Anthony he's, he's Michael just, Bourdain, Jim, uh, keeps you humble. Graduated mm. from the Culinary Institute of America in 1978. Well, good and for him. Has worked in numerous professional kitchens, you know, all over the place, yeah. and has written books, etc. So started on Food Network, where he badmouthed. I'm gonna Amber. get that clip. Then he went to Travel Channel. Find that clip. Where he did no reservations. I'll post the clip on our website. All right, listen. Now he's on CNN, Parts Unknown. <laughs> I've interviewed him. on the. He was a yeah. good interview, too. He he did seem like he was. No, he was yeah. a good interview. Yeah, yeah, I remember. But he's been interviewed by probably a thousand times after after we did that. We interviewed him. We interviewed him because it, I think it was his first. The book. No, it wasn't the. It was, it was the just after show? the book, and it was one of the first shows that he was doing, I think, for the Travel Channel. And yeah. we talked to him. No reservations. That was 05. Yeah. To Long tw- time ago. 12, yeah. He, he was a good interview. There's no question about that. Oh. Yeah, well, now he's full of himself. Yeah, I'm going to get that clip. I'm going to post that clip. All right. Then we're all going to go to Chili's. <laughs> what do you think about that, I Bourdain? love it. Love huh, it. What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, so there. Yeah. So I found an older clip from his show on the Travel Channel where he calls uh, Chili's the face of evil. Why See, he, as he like, drives past one on the road, I think you might Texas. be right. It's just it's a, that sensationalist punk rock attitude. What is? You think people are going to sit back? Oh, he's absolutely correct. He's you know, cool. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anthony's so great. Finally, somebody's calling out Chili's. I'm going to screw yourself. It's like yeah, exactly. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio is here, so you don't have to hear another terrible fan. You're saying Rick from The Walking Dead is Jon Snow in a parallel universe? Mm-hmm. That is amazing. You keep your headphones on. Real Radio 104.1. From in a world of journalistic excellence, here we go. Can I get your opinion? Comes a man with no formal training. How do you feel about Kraft Newberg? This is Fritz on the street. Well, I wasn't here last Tuesday, so I imagine I got my clock clean points wise. Time for Fritz on the. Uh, you, I think you lost your lead. You were up by two points, and now you are um, firmly in second place. Well, just there's saying. no way. I mean, I won last year. Yeah. And there's no way because I'm going to be. I got this Tuesday, next Tuesday, then I'm off until the first of the year. You have a bet with Pinkman that Pinkman wins Fritz on the street. <laughs> what did I bet a dollar he would win? Yeah, no, he no. bet a dollar he would win. You bet yourself. <laughs> nice try. Damn it. You guys got money riding on this now. Fritz on the street, Fritz on the street, brought to us in part by. The arid plains of West Texas has long fascinated the American psyche. It's in this rugged and physically demanding world that we here at Cream Foods International proudly unveil our new Texas Longhorn style canned coleslaw. Ideal for preppers and college freshmen alike, Texas Longhorn-style canned coleslaw has a shelf life of over 25 years, ensuring its milky, savory texture anytime you crave it. Texas gets hot, no doubt, but not Texas Longhorn-style canned coleslaw. It was created in Mexico, guaranteed to always stay 37 degrees chemically and always fresh. Texas Longhorn style canned coleslaw from Creamy Foods International. We thawed it up, and now it's a thing in a can. Whoa! Okay. All right, Fritz, what do you got for us? I have ten <laughs> questions, five current event questions, five general mm. trivia questions. 
Uh, as uh, Mo brought up, uh, Pinkman is now in the lead with That's... 458 points. Oh, oh yeah. No, no oh. attention to the news last week. Uh-oh. And, uh, Jim, you are in second place with 445. Yeah. Mo, uh, sorry, Jack is in third place with 417. <laughs> Mo, you only need five to overtake him. And Jack's not here, so this could be my chance to get there out of the basement. Go. Yep. Without further ado, uh, if you think you know it, chime in and yeah. you can win a bonus point. Okay. Question number one. Over the weekend, over 300 were killed in a... Jim. Mo- Jim? In... In... Oh, God. Moira. Mo? Oh, wait, uh, hold on. No, go go ahead, Are you done? Yeah, go. Egypt. Egypt yeah, is that's correct. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have taken me forever. <laughs> Egypt is correct. Points. Uh, the uh, point, entire right? question... Yeah? Oh. yeah, actually, Pinkman, are you taking... Are you... Yeah, all right, Steph. Oh, awesome, thank you. What? You're welcome. Just to Don't forget, I guess you had a point there. You know. Oh, what? oh, come on. Question number one. Over the weekend, <laughs> over 300 were killed in a mosque attack in which country? Mo said Egypt out of eight answers, Mo. How many Ooh. do you think said Egypt? Now, this is the hardest one because you don't know if there's some bean dips in this group. Where did you, when, when did you uh, ask these questions? Yeah, this question. was uh, last night and this morning because oh. I was oh, sick the whole boy. weekend. Oh, that's right. People oh. here or in mm-hmm. a bar? People here. People here? I yeah. thought we weren't doing that again. I had a fever. I couldn't. Oh, he had a oh, fever. Crap. Sandy. Uh, Sandy, I have <laughs> Other, a fever. Jim, otherwise, I would Mr. not Carter. have. I would not have otherwise. It's just. All right, I listen. Awful. Okay. I think that of the eight, uh, four said it right. Four for Four no. said Egypt. Three. Three for I'll Pink go Man. four. And four for Jim. Yeah. Uh, question number one with answers of three no, no, no. and four. Bing, bing. Over the weekend, no. over 300 were killed in a mosque attack in which country? I don't know. Egypt. 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 We're just going to go ahead and say India. Egypt. Egypt. Six. Damn. Six. Gets no, so points. No, one's, no one's picking up points. Damn. Oh, you got two. Question number two. Uh, Ricky Martin was a member of Jim. which? Jim? Uh, Ricky Martin was a member of that band called yes. uh, uh, that was that boy band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricky it was Martin. Called? Ricky Martin was um, was uh, Backstreet Boys. That's incorrect. Nope. Damn it. Ricky Martin was a member of which Latino boy band? Oh, that. Oh, one. yes. Oh, damn it. Sure. Was it La Moira? Go. La Bomb? No. La Moira. La, La Bamba? No. <laughs> it was something like that, though. It was something like. I don't know. That is incorrect. No. Um, Come on, Pinky. Uh, Ricky yep, Martin. Definitely new edition. That is incorrect. No. Menudo. Oh, Menudo. Yes. Menudo. <laughs> which is like a... I'm a glad sp- I didn't answer that. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm glad I was I way like off Ricky on that. Martin. Mo, you alone. got uh, question number one correct, so we will start off with you. Out of eight answers, how many do you think knew Ricky Martin was a member of Menudo? Uh, four. Four for Mo. Six. Six for Jim. Three. And three for Pinkman. Question number two with answers of three, four, and six. Bing, bing, bing. Someone's picking up two points. I don't know. I'm I'm just thinking. Ricky Martin was a member of which Latino boy band? He was? (laughs) Menudo. Menudo. One Direction. I don't remember. The Spanish Boys. Menudo. Menudo. Four. Oh, Mo, so, you're cleaning up. Mo's picking up two. Pinkman's picking up oh, one. Heard Sabrina in there. Yeah, she was very gracious. Amanda Molly? And, and no. they're doing it. Yeah, uh, no. Uh-uh. Oh. Question number three. 
which CBS and PBS News Journal... Jim Pink. Charlie Rose. That is correct. Mm, nice Jim's stuff. getting that one. <laughs> which CBS and PBS <laughs> News Journalist was fired amid sexual harassment allegations? Yeah. Jim, out of eight answers, how many do you think, said Mr. Rose? I'll go five. Five for Jim. Six. Six for Mo. Four. Four for <laughs> Pinkman. <laughs> Question number three yeah, with... Yeah. With answers of four, five, and six. Which CBS and PBS news journalist was fired amid sexual harassment allegations? Oh, the creepy guy. Um, yeah. Oh, Charlie Rose. Pass. Charlie Rose. Oh, the guy. My God. Oh, I, I don't know. Pass. Charlie Rose. I don't know. Three. Yeah, 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 is picking up one point. <laughs> Just three people. <laughs> All right, well, there's that. <laughs> Woohoo! Question four. I heart media. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, that's I heart media. I know, exactly. I mean, I, media underlying. Yep. I heard media people get it I right. No, I heard yeah. media people not know it either. <laughs> question, Fake news. Question Good God. Four. What is the name of the scientist who transforms into the Hulk? Pinkman. Pinkman. Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner is correct. Oh, I thought it was Bannon. Bruce Bannon. Steve, Steve Bannon. Bannon as the <laughs> I, Hulk. Uh, I knew that wasn't right, but I couldn't Pink think of it. Pinkman out of eight answers. How many do you think said uh, Bruce Banner yeah. or Banner? How many? You only accept Bruce Banner or Banner. Yep. Even though in the old TV show they called him David Banner. All right. Ooh. All right. So Bruce. What's the correct answer? Bruce Banner. Bruce, Bruce Banner. Okay. Or Banner. Uh, six. Six for Pinkman. Same. 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 Six for pink. Oh, for wow. strategy. I am. Jim. You got yeah. that right. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Question number well, four. Well, we only said six. Yeah, with answers no yeah, yeah, yeah. of six. The mouse. There we what go. is the name of the scientist Dang. who transforms into the Hulk? Oh, Bruce, ba Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Banner. I don't know. Pass. Lou Ferrigno. Banner. Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Five, uh, so you're okay. all picking oh. up. Okay, okay, okay. One, okay. two, yeah, three. I heard, I heard one of those third floor guys say, Lou Ferrigno, I'm coming <laughs> for you. Uh-huh. Question number five. Number five. For over $2 billion, which fast food franchise... Jim? Jim? Oh, which fan? What? Arby's is buying... Ah! That, is, that is correct. Arby's. Arby's. Yep. Yeah, okay. There you go. For over two billion dollars, which f fast food franchise is set to buy out Buffalo Wild Wings? We literally just talked about. We'll get your point, Jim. Out oh, of Jim. eight answers, how many do you think said Arby's? <sighs> you say Buffalo Wild Wings, though. You say who bought out Buffalo Wild Wings? Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. What's the full question? Yeah, full question, please. For over two billion dollars, which fast food franchise is set to buy out mm. Buffalo I'll Wild go six. Wings? Six for Jim. Four. Four for Mo? Yeah, three. Three for Pinkman. Question number huh? five with answers of three, four, and six. For over $2 billion, right. which fast food <laughs> franchise is set to buy out Buffalo Wild Wings? Pass. For two million. KFC. Chick-fil-A. McDonald's. Oh, McDonald's. I don't know. Arby's. McDonald's. Arby's. Yeah, 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 I get a point. The Pinkman's picking up one point. Nice, Pinky. Go me. Nobody it's called I Heart Media. Uh-huh. Media. Yeah, not Memes. I Heart Arby's. It's not it's I Heart Fast Food. <laughs> it's, no, it's I Heart. What I'm saying is it's I Heart Media. These are all it's information. It's listening it's, things. Yeah. You know, just All right. Well, they knew Menudo. That's tons enough. Tons of... There's there's a news affiliate, and there's talk, yeah. and there's, you know... The, <laughs> 
Uh, I'm going to take a break. I need a break. (laughs) I really need a break. All right, a break. Five more questions to go, right? That is correct. I heart media. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You think you know the answers? He changes the questions. It's Fritz on the Street. Back to Fritz on the Street, brought to us in part by... Us Floridians are no stranger to a good old-fashioned downpour. But did you ever think it could save you money? I'm Francis Boatman, owner of Boaters Floaters. We bring you the highest quality used cars which may or may not have been mildly submerged in water. Thanks to uncooked rice, we've restored these vehicles to like-new conditions. Here we have a 1982 Udingisman sedan, only a little wet from Waterstorm Magnolia. I'll take it. It's like driving the beach. This here baby bad boy is a candy apple red Jemini Hufferer, salvaged from Tempest Chauncey, 20 yard eight. That smells moist. Only a handful of Landis Euphorias survived the urban water spout of 1950, but this one is right as rain. Is it? Is it supposed to look like that? Yes, it is. Boaters floaters. We'll get you in that car. Come on. Come on, man. All right, let's get back to Fritz on the street. Five more questions to go. You got yeah. it. Question, question number six. Yeah. If you think you know it, chime in for that bonus point. Okay. According to Arthurian legend, what was the name of the sword in the stone? Pinkman. Moira. Pinkman? Excalibur. That is correct. Mm, yeah, very good. Ex, ex, excellent job. X, X, Excalibur. Excellent. Uh, just a good job. Just a good yeah. job. Credit where credit is due. Pinkman. You know, I have to hand it to you. You really do. Pinkman, after, <laughs> out of eight answers, how many do you think said Excalibur? Remember where you're working. Uh, ooh. Uh, it changes let's, your answer, doesn't it? Six. Six. Four. Four for Jim. Oh, no, they're all into that Game of Thrones five. crap and all that stuff. I'll say five. And five yeah. for Mo. Yes. Damn it. With <laughs> answers of four, five, and six. Bing, bing, bing. Ooh. Someone's picking up two points. According to Arthurian legend, what was the name of the sword in the stone? The Excalibur. Ooh. Excalibur. Uh-oh. Pass. Excalibur. Excalibur? I don't know. Camelot? Oh, I don't know. Take. Four. Lame. Jim's picking up two oh, points. Oh, nice. Jim. Mo is picking up one. Fake right, news. Jim gets two. There right, you go, Excalibur. It's really not fake news at all, though. No, it is not. Fake news. Mm-mm. Question seven. <clears throat> seven. Recently, Meghan Markle announced. Jim. Jim? To uh, Prince Harry. That is correct. Mm. Recently, Meghan Markle announced her in engagement. It's <laughs> not me. That's uh, Pinkman. That was. That's to Pinkman. which royal family member? All right. Uh, Jim, out of eight answers, how many do you, do you think said Prince Harry? On a limb here. The only one who was on the market. But, you know, it's th- these people here. Oh, uh-huh. my God. <laughs> these people. Six. <laughs> Six for Jim. Six. Eight. Eight for Mo. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Pinkman? Take a stand, Pinky. Seven. Seven for Pinkman. Yeah. Question number seven with answers of six, seven, and eight. Come on. Bing, bing, bing. Recently, Meghan Markle announced her engagement to which royal family member? Prince Harry. William, is he the younger one? Oh, my God. Prince William. Prince Harry. (laughs) Prince Harry. Oh, I can't remember his name. Harry. Harry. (laughs) Prince Harry. Six. Jim's picking up two points. Uh, Nice pop. Fake news. Pinkman's picking up one. (laughs) Yeah, it could be worse. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, it could have been worse. Okay, okay. Question number eight. Which actress 
has appeared in such films as Friends with Benefits and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, what's her name? Pinkman. Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis is correct. Pinkman, out of eight answers, how many do you think knew Mila Kunis was in Friends with Mm -hmm. Benefits and Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which was her breakout role? They got the demographics now. Seven. Seven for people. Oh, boy. Is that forgetting Sarah Marshall, the one that's set in Hawaii? Yes. Uh, yeah. With Jason, uh, what's his name? Seagull. Seagull. And the British comic? Yeah, Russell Brand. Yeah. Russell Brand. Saw part of that for the first time the other day. Did you Pretty like it? funny. No, I thought it was stupid. All right, I didn't, I didn't like it either. I just thought it was stupid. All right. It's cheesy. It's a goofball rom-com, but it's like, eh, You're a yeah. goofball rom-com. Sometimes those are okay. What'd you say, Pinkman? I He's said seven. Six. Oh, seven. Wait. Yeah, seven. Seven, right. Uh, I'll say five. Five for Mo. Six. <laughs> Six for Jim. I to jump five. in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm cover my bases a little bit here. Any <laughs> bing, bing, bing? Question number eight with answers no. of five, six, and seven. Which actress oh, has a few such films as Friends with Benefits <laughs> and Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Pass. Mila Kunis. I failed. Mila Kunis? Sarah Silverman. I don't know. I can't remember her name. Kristen Bell. Uh, <laughs> two. Only two. Yep. Lame. Yeah, no one knew. Uh-huh. You got to go back to the bar. <laughs> Seriously. He had a fever, if he I, said. If I could breathe, I know, but I you just have to go back to, you know, even right. on a stretcher, they have to take you in. All right, listen. Oxygen mask. All right, you, get over here. All right, how many more do in we the have? I don't know, two more, two three, or three more. Two more, yeah. All right. Question nine. Last week, President Mugabe... Jim. Res- Jim? Of Zimbabwe. That is correct. And is it Mugabe? Yes. Mugabe, okay. you were right. Last week, President Mugabe resigned from power in which country? Jim, <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you are correct. Zimbabwe. Now, out of eight people who work here. Two. Two for Jim. Three. Three, You're going four. Going on a limb, huh? <laughs> Mugabe. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm tempted to say one. Bet you won't. Um, go ahead. One. one. There you go. Quick. Question nine with answers of one, two, and three. Bing, bing, bing. There we go. <laughs> this is not right. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. Last week, President Mugabe resigned from power in which country? Zimbabwe. Uh, Zimbabwe. I know this answer, but I'm in passing. I'm just going to say Ireland. Sierra Leone. Pass. Uh, Iran. Zimbabwe. Yes. Three. There you go. So Pinkman's picking up two. Jim is Damn picking it. up one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So, it's so silly. Oh, my God. Makes me so mad. Question 10. Mad that you didn't get it or mad because Yes, mad it's... I didn't get it. Mad <laughs> I didn't get it. I don't care about these bean dips. I care I didn't get a point. <laughs> also probably mad mode because you can't vent openly here, right? Because oh, someone's yeah. going to be walking by and going, hey, you hey, called me you a you called me a ding dong. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Question 10 is the last one. Right. What is the capital of Denmark? Jim. Jim. Uh, Jim? Go ahead, Mo. No. Yeah, just go ahead. Forget it. Uh, Denmark, uh, the capital of De- Stockholm. That is incorrect. Pinkman. Pinkman. Copenhagen. That is That's correct. Right. That is correct. Uh, Pinkman out of eight answers. How many do you think? <laughs> New Copenhagen was oh. the capital of Denmark. Who Go ahead. Also yeah. work think, here. think of the audience, Pinkman. I'm going to be brave and say five. Five for Pinkman. Four. Four. Four for Mo. Four. four for Jim. Yeah. Question number 10 with answers of four and five. What is the Just get this over Denmark. with. I don't know. Are you serious? Copenhagen. Pass. Pass. Copenhagen? Come on. You want to ski already? 
I don't remember Pass. <laughs> Stockholm. Two. Oh my god. <laughs> So oh did, no one got points for no. that one, right? No. All right, I have the uh, points <laughs> tallied up. I'm glad right. I'm not going to that party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then you look at them and think, really? Uh, um, right. Mo finished <laughs> with five points right. today. Oh, so you now, tied Jack. I did. I'm tied now. I'm not in the basement. <laughs> nice. That means next week, dead heat. Yeah. Uh, Jim got 10 points. And Jim had 10. That's 450. And I win today with 11 points. That's 469. Good God. (laughs) Uh, There's a 14 point spread there, Jim. It was awful. Uh, It was certified. I'm like, should I just keep interviewing more people to get more of a. Of a random selection? Until the uh, Copenhagen person comes down the hallway and says, You said Stockholm. Whatever I said. (laughs) You did say Stockholm. Yeah, you said Stockholm. Uh-huh. Oh god, dumbass! We're tied. Jack and I are tied. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously <laughs> Copenhagen. Copenhagen, Hagen. Should ask Taco Bell. Yeah, Copenhagen, Hagen. The it's thing right. is, when they, I don't think, you think they should know. They don't, don't think know. Any the of they don't know. I don't, don't think do any know. of them got over five, except for the answer. What was the answer where they had like eight correct answers? Uh, oh, oh god. what was it? It was like some. Was it a movie reference? No, it was. Can't remember. <laughs> Run through the questions real quick. Are the questions handy? Uh, from today? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah today. Let's see. The highest ones were uh, Meghan Markle. Oh, that's right, Prince uh, Harry. Yeah, yeah, okay, that, was yeah, yeah okay. that was six out of eight, and then over the weekend, three hundred killed in Egypt. Yeah, six that's out pretty. Of eight. Yeah, okay. Those were the two highest. All right. Two sixes. Mm, now what are you gonna do? That mm. beats me. All right, go to the bar, will you? Stop eating the bad sushi so you can go to the bar on Sunday. I got to yeah. get better. Get the smart drunks. I got to get better so I can go, yeah, get belly up with the drunks. Yeah, they're three, they're three sheets answers. into the wind, and they still have better answers than the people around here. I, I think it's know, a different age group, too. I think it has something to do with that. Yeah, 40, yeah, 40s. They might um, be older than maybe some of the folks you interviewed around here. And usually, and I this this means nothing, so don't try to look too far into it, but when people are like, you know, I've uh, I've had about uh, one too many, but uh, ah, what the hell. They'll get like nine or, or eight yeah. out of ten right. <laughs> no, but, hey, hey. I'm like, really? They're like, ah, yeah. <laughs> when the imagine? one guy say, smear such story. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, here's my Uber. See you, Fritz. <laughs> Stumbling into the Uber. Oh, boy. All right, Fritz, good job. Thank you very much, Thank Fritz, you. on the street every Tuesday on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. An artist is donating his feces to science in an effort to more effectively treat diseases. It's like mixing art and academia. Next time you take a duke, scoop up that duke and make a profit. Tranquilo, my man. A new study suggests the angrier you are, the sooner you may die. So chill out. And smash things instead. For your health. A mid-Michigan police officer has done the unthinkable. He used a pen from right out of the box until its demise a few years later. I'm not sure why this is news but you have to admit that's pretty badass. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Keep Big Daddy in your pants wherever you go with the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. That's right, and find out whoever we work with that uh, maybe uh, doesn't know the capital of Denmark. All you have to do is go to the app store on your smartphone, search iHeartRadio. And it's nice and easy to download and 100% free. You get to listen to us 
anytime, anywhere, in addition to all your favorite music, anytime, anywhere. Again, go to the App Store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app today. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. Tom, better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 104.1 Florida's own Wayne Cochran, dead at the age of Cochran, a big deal here in the state of Florida, certainly in South Florida back in the uh, 1960s, uh, was really on top of the game and then kind of went mm, drugs, sex, rock and roll, and um, started a church in North Miami, I believe, for a couple of decades, few decades. I a lo- pretty, pretty big congregation there for a while. I, I love, I've 
absolutely adore that straight ahead rock and roll like that. Just like just constantly pushing the beat, making it faster, faster, more wild. I he love was it. A, he was a big, big deal. He had a good, uh, good year, a couple of good years at least. And uh, if you get the opportunity, I mean, just check out the hair. Oh, yeah. He had this hair, man. That's he had this some, pompadour. Yeah. I don't know what it looked like. A, I don't like know. Like Ric some, Flair almost. Woo. It's hair. It's I mean, that's a lot, and that's that's not a wig. That was his hair. Yeah, it's like he had long hair, but then used Combed it over. three cans of hairspray to you make know, it, it stand up. It doesn't budge. You're right. He got the idea from uh, was the who was the who was Chuck uh, Berry? No, no, no. Who were the uh, albino guitar players back? Edgar in, Winters and uh, his brother. Edgar Winter. Yeah. And he yeah. saw them because they had white hair. He said, "Okay, this is the deal." And he because he saw the reflection of the lights. In their hair, and their hair would change color. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's so yeah, the lights would come in, and so all of a sudden they had blue hair, and then all of a sudden they had green hair. And he said, "Well, I want hair like that." So he decided. Uh, so he got together with a hairdresser, and they spent the weekend bleaching out his hair to the point where it almost fell out. Oh. He said it turned every color in the you know turned orange, and it turned this color and that color uh. and copper, and uh, got to the point where it was just about ready to fall out. And then they got the they got it together, and uh. finally figured out the formula where his hair. Yeah, you know, it's that, uh, what do you want to call it? <laughs> it's just white. White? Yeah, it's like yes. silver white. And it like, is, uh-huh. it's a head of hair. But he was a big <laughs> deal. And then he became a preacher. And uh, they got a fairly strong following and congregation in Miami for a number of years. 600 at one time. And wow, that, that's a big congregation. I think it dwindled down in the last few years to about 150 or whatever. But good for him. The top comment on the YouTube video yeah. says, Early seventies, Rec Bar, Miami Beach. Uh, oh, Rec Bar! I went I to a couple know. of his shows. Were they frenzied? Was everybody dancing? Yeah, everybody danced. Uh, but you have doodle. to you have to consider the years. I mean, it's just different generations. It's badass. It wasn't badass. Was <laughs> <laughs> it? Maybe we thought we were bad, but every no, you got to realize that's like dangerous music, Jim. I mean, everybody loved the music. There's no question about that. But all the young men dressed the same way. Right. You had a uniform. Nowadays, nobody has a uniform. Well, you do in a way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I do. But it's not... It's not all the same, but it's still, it's similar. Whether, you know, let's say at one point in time, it was a flannel shirt, it was outside, a t-shirt underneath. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. And you dressed a certain way to show how independent you were, even though you looked like the next guy, kind of, sort of. But when I was a teenager, everybody wore white uh, jeans, uh, okay. like chino jeans. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bass regions, no socks, mm-hmm. and, a, and a madras shirt. Mm-hmm. And every, every guy had a madras shirt. Like that platy kind of looking thing. Platy, platy, platy. Everybody looked, man, platy. Platy. Socks weren't really cool back then, were they? No. Now now they're much cooler. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can buy Argyle now. I I think you could buy Argyle then. But the Beach Beach Boys weren't wearing socks. Right. Oh, so that was the look. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Sounds like your feet would be sweaty. Dennis, he was the cool one. Especially in Miami, too. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That... Yeah, you know, stuffing them into those bass regions, no socks, <sighs> P.U. Swamp ass. <laughs> P.U. Well, foot... screw you. We had a pretty damn good time. <laughs> Thank you very much. 
Did you have stinky feet, though? You had stinky feet. No, we didn't have stinky feet. You had to have stinky feet. No, we no had airflow. We had airflow. In- we had good airflow. In the bass regions, there's no airflow. No, you had airflow, and then, you know, your, your feet were dry. It was, it was very nice. Thank you. We had nice, dry, <laughs> very had nice, dry feet. airflow feet. <laughs> no, I think you had I don't think there feet. were any complaints. Hot feet. <laughs> we all got used to the smell. Everybody yeah, had the same right. smell, so it was like... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, let's play some uh, PPT, some person Ooh. placer thing. Yeah, I'm just saying. Hey, it's not so funny. He's it's looking kind your of feet. Funny. Yeah, it is, Frisch is looking your feet, you know. But guess what? You're going to get to a certain age. You're going to look back and say, oh, my God, that beard and the... No, I can't wait. I already did that for like six years ago. I looked oh. back at myself. I was like, nah! <laughs> Who am I? Oh, my. I think it happens to everybody. Yep. All right, PPT, person, place, or thing. And what is the prize there, Mr. Fritz? I have a pair of tickets to see Bill Burr at the Bob oh, Carr yeah. Theater. <laughs> Very funny. On December 16th, mm. tickets are on sale now. Visit drphillipscenter.org for more info. He rides that edge. Yeah, he does. Just when you, th- you know, just when you think, oh, you're not going, oh, you're not. He, he, <laughs> he teeters. <laughs> he brings it back. Yeah. You think it? Oh, you're not going there, are you? You're really not going there? He does. Oh, he's going there. Isn't Bill Burr the one who says that every time he hears anybody speaking in German, no matter what they're talking about, the only thing that he thinks, oh, the only thing that comes to his mind is Hitler, 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 <laughs> Hitler, 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 Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as somebody like Bill Burr says that, now you have to think it. Now too. you're you're sitting there going, "Oh crap!" Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that balloon. If it come out of your head, what's in there? Hitler, 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 Hitler. All right, here we go, Lee. You're first up, uh, Lee. I almost called you Hitler. Pick a person, <laughs> a place, or a thing. Oh, uh, place. A place. Here we go. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Clue number one. What is this place, Lee? This uh, the area was once called Musk Melon Place. Before it was established as an army fort. Muskmelon. Yeah. What? Do they Muskmelon. It was once called Muskmelon Musk Place. Yeah. Before. This was before it was established as an army fort. Fort Dix. Fort Dix, he oh, says. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's your final answer? Yeah. No, I'm sorry, not Fort Dix. Muskmelon. I'll give you a clue. Mm-hmm. Well, it's in the United States. That's well, as far as I'm going. All right. All right. That's all I'm going to do. That's generous. All right, Nick, here you go. Clue number two. The growth of the city continued to spiral during the 1970s as 12 new subdivisions were developed. So the growth of the city continued to spiral. Why would it spiral as 12 new subdivisions were developed? I would say the growth of the city continued to expand. During no, the spread. Spiral. Spir- yeah, spiral. because the suburbs were big, but the city went down the drain. That's what it uh, sounds okay, like to me. Right. Okay, well, we'll just go with it. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I... Um, give you a clue. Yeah, okay. Nah, I'm not going to give you a clue. clue. Oh, nah, I can't give no, you a clue. Because the next clue is a giveaway. Okay. So I'll give you a clue. Come on, Jim. All right. Hey, he's <laughs> always going to threaten you now. All right, it's uh, in Florida. Oh. Right. In Florida. In Florida. In Florida. Yeah, that's the, that's the best I'm going to do for you. Is it... <clears throat> Something about a uh, fort. What was a fort? What was a fort clue? Yeah, it was an army fort. It was an army fort. It's not still. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got to come up with an answer before you look it up. Maitland. That's your final answer. Yeah. Yeah, you looked it up, didn't you? 
You looked it up. It Come did. on, admit yeah, it. Yeah, you looked it up. Yeah, by not admitting it, yeah. that's uh, guilt. Yeah. Do Cheater. I want to give him a prize? I don't know. Well, I give him enough time. You can do whatever you want if you can look it up. He's sitting there doing, looking at Musk Melon Place, right? Uh-huh. Probably. I right, do a web search for a Musk Melon Place and see how quickly it says Maitland. Hold on. Uh, Ready? Go ahead and start the timer. All right, and One, Musk and Melon two. Place. Yeah, see what pops up. What, did I give him a good 15 seconds? Then nothing. Um, actually, I'm just saying a lot about cantaloupes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh. All right, give him the prize. You yeah, it's it. Maitland. It is Maitland. Clue number three. Never. Th- I thought they might get it on three. The Florida Audubon Society was founded here and continues in its protection of wild birds on local lakes. Uh, I for I four. One can see this place from here. Take that, Sarah Palin. I-4 being the operative clue. Mm. Clue number five, tune in now and get real. Come in, Orlando. I'm talking to you right now from here. Oh, yeah, Maitland. Uh, Uh I get it. it. Okay, Maitland. You give him the prize. (laughs) The prize. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. I don't like it, but give him the prize. Because he... I would have... Been okay with it, except he didn't admit it. He's one of these guys, so he's going to Bill Burr. Don't mouth off either. You sound like you're the type. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no heckling. Yeah, you don't want to heckle him. Oh, no, uh-huh. you'll get destroyed. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Easily. And, that, and that's not a challenge. He's got Southie anger. Mm-hmm. He'll get you. Uh, Boston anger? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's got that kind of that red-haired Boston. He could lose it at a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he could chew you up and spit you out before you even realized what happened to you. Call you more than a chowderhead, that's yeah, for sure. that's right. Go Sox. Go Sox. You coming into my show and yelling at me about chowder? <laughs> and then he takes you down. Oh. Is he the guy who talks about his his upbringing with his like stepdad? It's like... It's his dad, or maybe his stepdad, who is just this. He's does this flamboyant Boston character. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, I I, I, I've never this. heard him talk. He's talked about his father, but not not like that. <laughs> Bill Burr. Bill Burr. He has He's got a, a great riff on how he doesn't like to take cruises. What? what? What's wrong with him? Well, what? you have to listen to the routine. All right, and even if you like to cruise, you'll still laugh. Okay. He's got a uh, cartoon on Netflix. Yeah. He does. F is for family. Got a podcast now. He mm-hmm. was on uh, Breaking Bad, a character oh, on Breaking yeah. Bad for a few episodes. Really? I forgot about that. I think he's in a, 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 another television show that's coming out where he's a, I think he might be playing himself or he's playing a comic. Mm. Yeah, he's, uh, he's uh, Seinfeld has done a thing on him, you know, the drinking coffee and Con- yeah, uh-huh. whatever it is. Bill Burr. Yeah. He wasn't too good with Seinfeld. No? I think he's a little shy. Oh. You know, people get. He looks bald here. He doesn't look like he has red hair. Yeah, he's shaved. He's yeah, pretty, oh, he's cut like away like back. Yeah. Crop, he's yeah. mostly bald. Yeah. Jim, he's- a uh, uh, texter checking in. I was just in Germany this summer and went to a football <laughs> game. And all their chants, cheers, and songs for the team, I felt like I was at a Hitler youth rally. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, that's all. It's just... <laughs> that's all. I mean, it's just deal- I mean you're just de- dealing in stereotypes. And it's just the sound of the of the language itself. You don't understand what the hell's going on. Yeah. And then you see all those black and white documentary films that the Third Reich put together, and it's like, geez, man, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, that Sig Heil means. Uh, it's not a joke. Uh, I'm not trying to make a joke. It means I think it means hail victory. Oh, I think you're right, actually. Uh, well, I am right, as Points. a matter of fact. Well, there was a, there's a story of an Asian tourist over in Germany that kind of did the Sieg Heil thing and then yeah. Don't do got, that. got his ass beat by some Germans. Yeah, I yeah. mean. Hail victory. Yeah, you know, they, They're living with all that yeah. crap. Victory. Still have to. So you go over there, you know, as a you know joke. Hey, watch this, and you uh-huh. give the old Hitler salute or whatever. They, nope. They're going to beat your ass. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, hail victory. That in and of itself has no denotation of Nazism, but because it's you do the tr- it's the connotation of Nazism. Boom. Can you can you no longer say hail victory? Nope. That's gone. Gone. Gone away. Just like that little mustache of you can't have that either. Oh uh, yeah, the inverted ha- uh, you whatever. Ruin the chaplain. No, you can't <laughs> have it because it or or you name your kid Adolf. Boy, <laughs> you don't do it. It's just the no. Mm-mm. Linguists. Uh, Even that, if you're with that meat tenderizer company, doesn't matter. <laughs> you're not naming your kid Adolf. Nope. You know your great great grandfather started this uh, company many yeah. many years ago. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, not for nothing. Many years before, you know. You know who came along. No. So, mm-hmm. all right, when, how about a middle name? Nope. You can't have a you can't have Adolf as a middle name. No, no. Mm-mm. And you know I can't see the goose step either without thinking that too. So it's like who's goose stepping? I see those Koreans. North Koreans. That oh yeah, okay. Goose step. All right, okay. Mm-mm. Sorry, some things there. It's just it's been corrupted, bastardized, and past the point. You can't bring it back. Nobody's wearing that little, you know, horrible Hitler mustache. Nobody's doing the that comb over, you know, that that with that lock of hair that he had. You if know. you're a local cobbler in business with that goose stepping, I mean, your heels <laughs> would wear out in no time. That's true. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh. And they they're always boots. Made. More boots. How many boots? When I saw like the, the North- mail, just keep coming. These boots. <laughs> the North Koreans they do fast goose stepping. And it's like scary. You see them, and you say, eh, I don't like that. It's like the opening of the Olympics in China. Remember, they had 5,000 people on drums. You go, Oh my God. Yeah. There's a lot of Chinese. Oh my God. They're coming for you. Yeah. There are a lot of Chinese. That's it. They're coming for us. Don't screw with them. There's a lot of them. That's a signal. And it was Hong Kong, not Taiwan, that I was thinking of yesterday. We were talking about Hong Kong at this time yesterday. Hong Kong. They were ruled by the uh, Brits until the 90s. That's right. But Point. it's Taiwan that the, the Chinese want. They still want it. They can have it, but I'm just they telling They can't have it. Taiwan, the Taiwanese say you can't have it. No, they're separate. They're separate now. Yeah. I know. But Hong Kong was bi- controversial. Owned by this. Now it's that. I, I, that's I what I was thinking of. But it's part of China. China. <laughs> now it is. Yeah, now it's part of China. Yeah, yeah. But they said, don't forget it. We're going to let you kind of do your thing. Hong all Kong right? is in China. Hong Kong. Yeah. But don't forget, you're now part of us. We don't want to upset the apple cart too much, <laughs> but right. not for yeah. nothing. But you got to realize forget. now, you're not protected by, by Great Britain. You're part of China now. Oh, boy. And you have to listen to all their rules, too? Kind of, sort of, yeah. Uh, you do. I thought they were independent, sort of, kind of. Kind of, sort of. They give them a little bit of leeway, but it's like, uh, yeah, don't you know, don't pull us. on the leash yeah. too much. Otherwise, yeah, you're going to yank, yank you in. Yeah. Right, you'd be wearing those Mao jackets. Oh, <clears throat> right, let's get out of here. All right. All right. Good show today. Thank you very much. Thank you, Fritch. Going to be with us tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, no, but Thursday and Friday, I will be. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> 
Back tomorrow at 3, right after uh, Shawnee's The News Junkie with Sabrina and Celine. They follow the monsters in uh, the morning. So tonight, eat dessert, first grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.